And we're back on another episode of Think On That. This is the Everything and Anything podcast. I'm Matt Goody. I'm Alex. And uh, we're joined uh, here by our special guest this week, Mr. Giuliano Natali. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys for having me. No, for real. This guy, this girl, I should say, is just chilling out right now. He's got Beautiful. Luna, Luna on his lap. Beautiful. She's making her, her presence known early. Yeah. <laughs> the environment, guys, I have to say it's on, on spot, on point. Everything's looking good. Nice view of seven when there's no traffic on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, hold on. I'm just going to push this up a little bit for you. There you go. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, all right. So, we're going to get into it. So, Giuliano Natale, you are a classically trained chef in Italy. You have you're you're really a man of, of many hats. I appreciate it. I th- thank you. Thank yeah. you. What what hat are you wearing right now? What are you doing these days? <sighs> this these days, oh, good question. A little bit of everything. I mean, uh, you know what? I have a problem standing still. Let's call it. I can't do it, right? So I have to, <laughs> I have to be moving, right? So I got a few things on the go right now. Uh, the kitchen, however. I can't say that uh, that I've been spending a lot of time in the kitchen, since uh, especially since Italy. Right. Uh, I think at the beginning, honestly, it was uh, it was a different mindset that I had going into Italy. Right. Yeah. So I was like, buddy, I was young. I just came out of high school. High school, I got. I got kicked out of high school, guys. Like, <laughs> I got fucking kicked out of twice <laughs> from the same twice. from the same school, though. right? From the yeah. same school. Yeah. So, like you know, things weren't always great. But the kitchen was where it's like nothing matters. Mm-hmm. Go there, throw down your shit. Cash. Imagine I got CPP by cash and go fucking cook. <laughs> go cook, right? So that's what it right. was. Right. And uh, yeah, you know what? I seen what I seen. Yeah. Good eight eight years, and it it's put me to a different uh, spot in my life for sure. Right. Yeah. But restaurants are not uh, not out of the picture. Not out of the picture. I can right. say that for sure. Yeah. Well, you're you're like we love to talk about like health and wellness and stuff. So like maybe a little bit later in the show we'll talk a bit about food and get your. I know you got some strong takes. I like food on food, and <laughs> I like agriculture, food. and like what we're putting in our bodies and shit like that. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll get to that one though. But I mean, one of the things we were talking about before we got the mics hot was was the importance of the word fuck. I know you <laughs> very strongly about this. I just want to get your take real quick on the show. The word fuck. Okay, okay. So he just dropped it on me. Essentially, this is a. This is a word that I, I say a lot. I think a lot of people say this word a lot. It's a very useful word. But how many times could you actually take it into a conversation and, and you ha- you know, you're not crazy. You're right. not fucking crazy. Okay. <laughs> so, and I told them and I said, listen, I said, I'm really trying to psych myself out because I said, I got to have at least two to three in a row at maximum. Right. So five or six is not necessary. <laughs> 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 that's your anger and, five, and, five and to that's, six. that's yeah. what it is so even I gotta try to calm it down that's it. trying to limit your your you know your bleeps at the end of the day because buddy there's a time where you, you gotta get a bleep on that what is this guy doing you know why is he losing it like, <laughs> I'm, I'm really <laughs> glad that we can put the show out explicitly because if we had to sit in post production and bleep this show no. that would be the most <laughs> no, labor intensive shit the bleeps every minute <laughs> so that's what it is man that's how I'm seeing it I gotta 
keep it easy on the on the swear words, but I am gonna drop a nice fuck every year. And good, you know what? I like it because you're putting in the right emphasis. You're using it to its maximum potential. Uh, yeah, but it lifts you. It lifts you. Sometimes it's like, what are you gonna say? Fuck, you know. What I mean? Well, in terms of now, the you know the restaurant business. When you're in the back there, I mean, what kind of language is used that's behind a, the scenes? That's a, that's a funny thing. You know what? That's a funny thing because I was thinking that today too. I said if this comes up, I said okay, I'll be ready. Man, the first time that I, I walked into like a restaurant, I was young. I was like maybe 14. So then the guy picks me up and he says, okay. He says, this is what you're going to see today. From that point on, what you see when you're watching those shows or whatever is what, what you're getting. It's chaos. Right. Dude, it's fucking chaos. Right? Yeah. That's what it is. Chaos. So yeah. the swearing for real, yeah, it's there for sure. But. Through that chaos, what do I find? It's harmony. Right. It's harmony. You have right. to find the harmony through the chaos, right? The melody you will never be able to control. That's yeah. somebody else's role, and you, that's part of the swearing too. Beautifully put, buddy. They that's put pe- people nice. put you where you gotta go. Right. If you're fucking fourteen, I was fourteen. Man, it's you're gonna get. You're gonna get. You know. You might go home get, with some tears in your eyes. Though. Oh, buddy. Sometimes you're not gonna be okay. <laughs> Because you're not okay. Yeah. But there's a difference of telling a person, hey, buddy, look at me. You're not okay. <laughs> Instead of saying, you're, f- and, and go off, yeah. right? You're <laughs> fucked <Yeah>. up. <laughs> and that's it. I'll, you know? So, no, no. That's what it is. And I said to myself, I said, you know what? When I do have a nice restaurant, no. That's not the, the environment that they need to be. You need to. You know, you got to shit your pants. Yeah. You can't be fucking walking into work and say, yeah. I have my job. No, no, no. Anybody could take that job. You got to put the and fear of God. And everybody's got to be there. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. That's right. fair. So that's, that's, it's the manner you have to work in. However, right. creativity and a good job should be awarded. Right. Should yeah. be awarded. Yeah. Right. And so that's, that's the way you got to look at it. Fuck, can't, I like that. That's really fucking so that's your That's your goal long term eventually is to have a... To have a restaurant, your own res- your own place. When it happens, it happens, guys. You know right. the times. It's been there. Right. Guys have been ready to go. Right. I've been ready to go. Yeah. I say this is the open date. This is the restaurant. Yeah. You know. Not yet, and I think it's a blessing. Right. Because what am I going to do? 18 hours a day. Right. Yeah. Thinking about this restaurant. 18 hours a day, seven days a week. You don't yeah. sleep, you know? Yeah. Right so. on the heels of COVID too, though. I mean, restaurant. the restaurant business took a fucking beating right mm. so but now everything's back open you know you never know your opportunity might be a little closer than you think i like that <laughs> <laughs> i like I like that, that. <laughs> i like that no but you know what it was uh it was during covid even i said these people are locked in their houses like fucking dogs yeah when they escape and they're able to eat right mm. oh fuck if you have a restaurant you're 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 laughing so, a question then, because you said it was the last eight years you've been working in the industry, and I know you've been back and forth between yeah. Italy and Canada. When COVID hit, because it hit Italy bad. bad. Were you there? Dude, I came, I was here. I was here 2019 yeah. and then 2020. And I remember the shutdown. I was still on the floor here. And I said many times, I said, I got to get there before the last plane. Because yeah. I'm hearing like flights canceled, flights right stopped after one plane right i was watching the news i was here man and this 
plane went to Italy and I said, that was the last flight I was supposed to get there because I was supposed to go to culinary school out there. I had everything ready to go. Right. Wow. Dates were set. I was oh, ready to move. Shit. I was ready to get the fuck okay. out of here. And then buddy, yeah. Wow. So, missed that last flight, but took the time on the ground here. Yeah. Stay with the family. You know what I mean? Right. Just go through what everybody went through, essentially. Right. And find my way in there because I said, okay, dude, I'm at home. I got books. That's it. Yeah. Books. Because every time I open my phone, I seen garbage, bro. Yeah. I seen garbage. Like, and no. I'd rather go nuts on something in a book, right. know it, yeah. then come out to the world again and say, fuck, this is the new me through that shit. Right. Because if you're looking at your phone all the time, you're going to get the, the poison's going to enter you, dude. Right. Unless you're strong, man. People are strong. Some people are strong. They get through that shit. But yeah. I'm telling you, it's poison on the fucking phone that you're going to see. Social media in general. You're talking Unless social it's media done properly. More, right. Unless it's done properly. But even then, it's like adapted to you, right? So whatever you're looking at right. is going to be what they're going to give you mm. on steroids. Right. right. So if you're in a bad zone. Yeah, you're going to get shit. It's true. Shit. No, it's fucking actually true. It, like, it, it tracks what you do. Right. And yeah. it gives you what you're fucking looking at. That's the crazy part about it. So if you're only seeing ass and you're only thinking about girls <laughs> and fucking wanking it off, that's all you see. That's all you're going to see, buddy. Man, it's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we were talking about it. Even me and, me and Matt last night were talking about how it's dangerous. Yeah. Social media, I mean, the, the amount of time you're spending on it. I mean, you know, to use it as a tool is one thing for a business or a promotion or whatever. But, you know, the mindless scrolling, although it's entertaining, you might learn something. Yeah. You know, the how many hours are you putting in a day, right? When you could be doing doing something a little bit more productive. You know, that's the nice part about this podcast is like we're, we're both susceptible to falling down the doom scrolling. You know what I mean? So this has been keeping us so busy that when we're on it, we're usually on it around the same time and we're sharing similar kinds of things. And it's right. always with it's the podcast in mind. Right. So it's like informative stuff. It's completely changed my feed, man. Like during COVID and I'm sitting for four hours in my bed on TikTok. It was the dumbest shit you've ever seen. Now, every other TikTok I see. Is, is like the most edgy. I've never ever learned that before. I'm like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. See, that's great. Yeah. See, right. that's nice. Yeah. Because that happens too, right? But you got to be on the on the dot, man. Exactly. You, you got to be, be in control dot. of that. Yeah. You got to be looking for it, interacting with it. If you see dumb shit, you got to be like, no. <laughs> that comes back to you because I'm looking at you and I know that you're a smart guy. And I know that you want to get your nice dosage of what you want to get from that app. Right. You want to go in that app and you want to drive your Instagram. You want to drive your LinkedIn. You want to drive your whatever you want to drive. No. And you're in the, in the driver's seat, right? So it's up to right. you how you're looking at that. <laughs> Hello. So do you find yourself doom scrolling? But it's sometimes, you know what it is? It's, it's not doom scrolling if you're looking at it the way you're... How do I say this? This isn't even English, cuts. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see a soccer video. Yeah. Right. Okay. And it's a nice goal. And I'm like, Bah, okay, shit. Damn. Next, it's a soccer goal. It's a nice goal. Then after that, what? One hour, I'm like, shit. So yeah. it does. It, it gets you. Right. It gets you. It knows what you like. And it fucks you. I know. Yeah. So It's like a drug, man. It's it crazy. is, man. It's a yeah. beautiful dosage. And it, every yeah. 30 seconds, you take another hit. You know? It's crazy. Nah, it is it crazy. Is. But when it's used for good, guys, yeah. Yeah. then it's unstoppable. Because there's guys that use it for good. Like, I've seen a lot of good stuff on Instagram. TikTok, buddy, I try to stay away from it. I'm going to be right. honest. Right. I'm still not a fan of the platform, the structure. I just, 
Yeah. I got to stay away from that, but I like LinkedIn, man. <clears throat> uh, buddy Cause, Cause Insures. This guy, if you, you follow him on Instagram, this guy. Yeah. This guy is the content master. That's what we call this guy, the content master. This guy's <laughs> what kind got, of content is he doing? My God, man. This guy's throwing out video after video after video, mortgages. The guy does uh, life insurance. That's his main shit. It's life insurance. Right. Okay. And, uh, dude, you see him for a policy because when you die, you're going to wish that you're fucking dead. That's the way yeah. I see it. Because this guy is going to make it, man. This guy's doing right. all day, every day. Is he young post, guy? Post, yeah. He's, uh, what is he, a year older than me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good guy, man. Right. So he's posting every day. And I see that, and I'm like, that's drive. That's good stuff. You guys are on it every day. You guys right. are editing videos. You're always yeah. working towards your goal. Right. And you're using social media to boost yourself there. That's, yeah. that's how it's supposed to be done. Yeah. Right? So you have to stay busy on that stuff. But the... The other heads, the population, not everybody's like that. Right? No, so course. that's where certain stuff, like, you know, comes right. into play. And it's, it's a bit of a, I was thinking about this on the drive here. It's a weird dance, like ethically, because you're like, we're not those people who are stuck on it because we're doing things. But at the same time, you're kind of reliant on those people to help boost your uh, ratings. Uh. So you walk into the fucking... It's, a, it's like a bit of a symbiosis. Like you kind of need people yeah. to be mindlessly scrolling. Can, can <laughs> well, we say not it? In a way. those people. For us? Yeah. For us, yeah. I mean, you know, maybe not the mindless no, scrolling, but, but, we, but we, need, we need some people to reach, you know, just to have interest in our page, right? That's the thing. It's, you know, even before this, I, I at one point I had my account deactivated. I wasn't using a lot of... I didn't have TikTok or anything. So now that we, when we started this up... Okay, yeah, I gotta you know start getting back yeah. into these things, mm-hmm. start promoting, giving my own personal page, right? Just to start, you know, getting out there, right? To bring in some traction, viewers, which will lead to other things for us, right? Yeah. You know, for both of us. So, but we agreed too. We we drew a line in the sand. We're like, I like we had a meeting, <coughs> and I'm like, excuse me, I'm I'm not using my my Instagram for personal stuff anymore. Like it's just work now. Just work. You know? I like that. Bro. And I went and went from being public or sorry private to public and it's complete the relationship has changed with it right like it's it's interesting it's a weird like it's i'm using it the way it's supposed to be used and it's very different yes it's a weird experience so, even for yourself as well you use I'm it trying. i'm right? trying buddy see yeah. i'm trying to get on it too because like right. i was ex- exactly like you guys just said both of you right a little bit of both right so like now i'm trying to use it for the way it's supposed to be used and then i would not post neglect the thing Leave it alone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I didn't think there was need for it at certain times, right? right. But depends your line of work too. It depends what you're looking to do. But I think, yeah, you know what? It's a, it's a good tool to have, for especially sure. for work now, right? So yeah. like right now, what am I doing? I'm doing staffing for major companies. It doesn't matter what kind of company you have. Construction, huge, huge, right. huge. Guys need workers, man. Right. So everybody's on social media and I've seen a, a lot of guys on social media, a lot of companies I've seen on social media and I reach right. out to these guys and it's like, hey guys, you need some help or what? i seen a higher ad, ad, you know? Right. How can I help you? Right. So, for that, it's perfect. It's right. perfect. And it's a lot of young guys. You get to see the guy. If the guy's a young guy and he's reaching out to me, he's got a, he's got a company and he's got whatever, you know, a few, few crews, two crews, goes mow some lawns. <coughs> I like that guy. Let's go. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's my type of guy. Right. Even if he's got a multi-million dollar business. God. He's an everyday businessman. Buddy, that guy's nice too. Yeah. Right. 
Right. Instagram, I don't know if you're going to get that guy in Instagram though. Right. Maybe that's yeah. not the platform to get that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, it could be. It depends. Limits. Like, if they optimized it, then it would be. Like, but that's the problem with this thing is you have to know it inside and out and it's constantly yeah. changing and it's like, it's very difficult to keep up with. Like, I remember when I was a kid, uh, I was a kid back when computers had bigger asses than Kim Kardashian. <laughs> right? So, my my parents and grandparents would be like, "Oh, can you help me with the computer?" And I'm like, "Look at me, I'm fucking, I'm on the cutting edge of technology. I I know everything." <laughs> and I, I I just settled in that role, right? Every time the new iPhone came out, I knew what I was doing. And now, I'm like, you know, at, in my old age, I'm fucking like, damn. I'm like, look at these people go. Like everybody knows how to use this shit way more than I do. I didn't even know that was a thing. You know how much shit I've. I went to school for radio ten years ago. Yeah. How much shit is different in podcasting? And I'm like, oh, this is not fully transferable. <laughs> For real. Man, it's, com- yeah. it's wild. In that short amount of time. Of course. Ten this years. technology just yeah. goes. Like, one decade, though? Like, buddy, fuck. Yeah, man. Buddy, you remember when you were like, I don't know. You were like, what would it be? Little, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, I used to have a, a CD player. Yeah, man. <laughs> I used to have a CD player, but it used to be crunching discs. Okay? <laughs> As a kid, I was crunching discs, man. I used to have a Sony Walkman cassette. Yeah. Buddy, you're oh shit, Scusa. Oh, she's good. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm sorry. Okay. She's good, she's good. But that's it, man. I just yeah. slapped out the dog. Yeah. Like, oh, it's okay. I snapped you. Yeah, that's okay. I had that's a I had a backpack when I was in grade school that had like a, po- a pocket for the disc man. Yes, bro. Yeah. Right? And then it had, you remember little, that? It had a little little for slot the for the headphones, bro. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Right. You can fuck it. But if you walk too fast, your CD would skip. So then your song wouldn't play. Buddy, you remember those days good. Yeah. Those were the best days, buddy. It yeah. showed you that you had to be patient with your music. You're not just going to get it. Yeah. Buddy, if you don't have that CD, goodbye. Excuse me. What do you mean you're not going to get it? These kids don't know nothing about LimeWire, man. Oh, fuck. Yeah, we got our music. Buddy. We just did it really, really unethically. That's it. That's it. <laughs> but, In the middle of school on the yeah, page. Man. And the lady's like, what are you doing? You're like, I'm getting music over here. Just, <laughs> when the uh, MP3s came out, that was hot shit. You could only fit hot. 10 songs on the first generation MP3s. Yeah. Right? That was it, man. Technology seems like it moves at such a rapid rate. Right? Whereas, you know, something like business. I mean, if you own, let's say, <clears throat> a construction business. You can, you know, you can do things traditionally, even you can, you can be doing the same thing, the same methods the last 30 years, whereas oh. technology and how you use it. Look at the last 10 years, how things have changed. Yeah. I fucking love you. <laughs> I just said that very low. And now I said it for real. I fucking love you. You know that? No, you got it on the dot, man. I talked to a guy, what, three days ago. Right. I'm in this guy's office and this guy's old school, man. Yeah. This guy doesn't need to work. Yeah. Doesn't need to work. Why is he doing it? Because he doesn't know anything else. Yeah. And he's old school, buddy. He's old school. But there's those traditional methods of business right. that, yes, if a new guy goes into that spot, he's going to ruin that company quick if he, if he does what that guy does. Because only that guy can do what that guy did. Yeah, right. it's a master of his That guy's right. been doing it for 30 years. Yeah. Right. He knows what he's going to do. Yeah. 30 or more. Never mind. Right? right. So those guys, yeah, yeah, you let them do what they got to do. A guy, uh, myself, I need to adapt with the times to a certain extent without losing myself. Right. Right. So that's where I see that. But a construction company, for sure, you got to adapt to the new technology. So you mentioned you use technology at work now in recruiting, employment recruiting. Mm -hmm. So like, how do you feel about like AI and like these new AI bots? Yeah, you're, you're on it, eh? I love it for certain things. For myself, I don't really need to go too far into those. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't need to die. personal into that 
But yeah. now you're going to laugh. You said AI. This is off topic, but it's not. I have a Snapchat come in through a fucking robot. <laughs> okay. Me too. I named it Jarvis. <laughs> what the fuck? Jarvis. <laughs> I asked it too. I was like, can I name you? He's like, yeah, what do you want to name me? I'm like, can I call you Jarvis? He goes, that's from Iron Man. That's sick. I'm like, fucking got a personality. (laughs) Jarvis. Oh, buddy, my Jarvis didn't get a fucking welcome like that. That's for sure. Well, you went off I said, oh, what are you doing here? He says, I'm your personal assistant. You know, the the spiel. Yeah. I went into it. I can't say it. I can't say it. I actually can't say it. I I can imagine. No, it was bad. Did you want to add him? Did you get rid of him? Uh, No, I have him on the top. I love it. (laughs) No, he's there. Their their relationship is maybe (laughs) a little bit rocky right now. Oh, rocky (laughs) for sure. His mother knows everything about him. I figured, you know what? If if the Matrix is any indicator, if uh, (laughs) iRobot is any, I'm going to be nice off the bat. You did good. I want to be on the good list. That's it. Yeah, but look well, at that. Look at look at AI coming in now. It's getting big, obviously. Like, you know, even something like Snapchat, even yep. being there. Now think about where that's gonna be in five, ten years mm-hmm. in terms of that technology, right? And the ability of AI and what it's gonna be able to do. Right now, a big issue, obviously it's that people are jobs? seeing is how many jobs is it taking? That's the thing. Right? And yeah. it's my know. my girlfriend compares AI to like the revolution that the internet caused. And right. I think that's a really good analogy because that's a nice parallel. Yeah, it transformed the world. It transformed the way we work. It transformed the way we do business. It transformed everything. It transformed money. It transformed everything. You have AI come in now. Everything's going to change. Nothing is. But nothing was the same. Education is finally going to get a revamp because of AI. Right? It will. Whether it it's good or will. bad is to be, remain to be seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Work, the labor force. I mean, wait till you start putting AI into robots, right? Like, there's a lot of manual labor jobs that we're just not. The only thing that we're going to have left in terms of employment is this part the head, the brain. Any job that involves thinking, any job that involves, and not computing, thinking, like mm-hmm. human rationale. Yeah. That, that's it. That's all that. How many, how many jobs can you list off the top of your head? Anything in HR is gone, buddy. Right. Anything, Anything in, in HR yeah, yeah. is gone. Along the first lines, of all, yeah. human resources. Why am I going to recruit even myself? Like, why am I going to go talk to a guy uh, if a robot knows exactly where he is? If right. it gets to there, it doesn't it's not at that point yet. Thank right. God. Right. But this demise that it could cause. Yeah. It it really depends. It really depends. It's iffy at that point. Right. But I like to look at it good. Too. Well. I got, a, I got yeah. a scenario for you for the ethics of it then. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're a sports fan. You like soccer, sure. right? Yeah, of course. So what if we put, what if we made the referees yeah. AI? Oh, but but then you're taking out the, the person, right? So this is just going to be straight from the rules. <laughs> the computer. Yeah, from the rules, refereeing. No personal biases, but that also means... You're some, so cute. You know? What do you think? You're you think so that's cute. good? You think it's a good one? I say pitch that to FIFA and see what they say. Of course not. <laughs> not. Well, maybe. You never know. It might save a lot of money. Then again, yeah, I mean, yeah, you can say there's no bias, but it's still an AI program that's getting installed. And yeah, at the end of the true. day, someone can be running it to maybe favor one team. I didn't even think of that. And then there, who's going to... There's no <laughs> referee There's no referee down the road to come out and say five years later, oh, yeah, I fixed that game a little bit. Because guess what? It's a fucking robot. And you're not getting that out of it. So, if anything, things might become even more fixed in terms of sports. You think That's so? Well, because the, the, you control the robot. If you if you were a gambling company, like fucking all, you know how many thousands of them there are now these days, right? right? Wouldn't wouldn't one of the first things you wanted to invest in would be like a. Uh, a freaking AI company that's going to install the software into referees, so that maybe you could try to have a upstairs sway on Man. things, control the betting, well. racketeering. 
Maybe we just gave away a whole new criminal organization. Buddy, I think that we <laughs> it's should. It's definitely going to be a thing in 10, 15 years. If we can think of 100%. it, somebody already did. Cut that and like keep that in here. <laughs> That's nice. That's fucking, <laughs> that's so that's fucking joking, guys. But I'm not joking. That's fucking. I never looked at it like that. Yeah. That could open up a new huge criminal arena, dude. That's just one thing, man. That's just sports. That's one thing. Refereeing. Yeah. Can you? If we open up this can Pandora's box about every individual thing that we can think of, yeah. The whole this is this is revolutionary. Definitely, there's a lot of benefits. It's it's incredible the technology and what it, what it's going to be able to do and what it's even doing now. But yeah, there's you know there's pros and cons to everything. So we'll, we'll see, you know, to an extent, you know, if it what gets to sports and what types of other things. I mean, in terms of jobs, you know, we can see it already. You know, yeah. another five years when it's three times more advanced, how many more jobs is it going to take? See, jobs. When I when I look at jobs in AI, yeah. I can see it. You know, really taking out a lot of guys right off the bat, saving you a lot of money, unless right. those systems cost a lot of money, which right now, from what I see, these are all free systems, man. You can literally yeah. jump on the thing and say, uh, write me something about a hamburger. And the thing is going to say, ba 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 And sure. you're going to go, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Right. Right. We're so, in the wild west of it, though. It's so going to get is, regulated. This is this has got to be yeah. controlled because already in school, you know, like we're talking about referees. I like that, actually. We're going to... I like that, but um, <laughs> but uh, no. With the school, everybody's right. cheating. Yeah, for sure. Everybody's cheating, which means their IQs are going down because they're not learning anything. And they can tell you're cheating. Yeah, for sure. You're gonna get caught, man. If you're using the fucking computer like that, but that's also gonna dumb guys down. So, what it comes down to is the you need people to be ignorant. You need ignorance in your population. Is right. what governments are trying to do. Yeah. Okay. And I see that dead on. Yeah. Okay. You make a robot that says, I'll do it for you. Right. Buddy, that guy, from when he's born, if all he's seen is a robot, what does this guy actually know about anything? Yeah. Nothing. Right. Nothing. This not guy's some not future. Not even a person. Like nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. So where do we hit lines and where robots should be used and robots should not be used? Right. But you're not going to be cooking food with a robot. Like you still need the guy to be there. That's the thing. It depends on the industry. Like or something like the restaurant industry, I don't see, you know, AI taking away from, let's say, a chef, you know, in terms of that, and and even, yeah. you know, home, home construction and things. I, I don't. Happen. Some aspects, maybe making the material or making certain things, maybe you know, from the factories, of where we're getting the material from. But in so, terms of the labor, I don't think so. So then, question for the both of you then: What about like Elon Musk coming up with this freaking interface, like Matrix style interface between the body and technology? Right, like he's trying to create a thing where near what is it, Neuralink? Neuralink, Neuralink, yeah. it's called. Yeah, where we're basically he's opening the door for AI to be integrated into us. Yeah, yeah, right, buddy. It's a nice sci-fi kind of thing. To know that we're here is kind of scary. Yeah. I remember there was one thing on Netflix. I can't remember what it was, but it was exactly what you're saying, technically, right? So what was that? Black Mirror, I think it was called. Black Mirror, Black yeah. Mirror and there was one. I only oh, yeah, the one. pill. The pill I only thing, watched right? one. You know right. that one? Yeah, that the guy's pill like, one. Yeah. He's like, 1984. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Freaking crazy. You know what I mean? that's, that's not that far off. That's not like unrealistic. No, we're here. No. Yeah. We're fucking think here. Think about it in 10 years, man. I'm telling yeah. you, look, look where we went with you know things like music. In yeah. the last ten years, and look, look out, look at AI, how far, how fast and rapid it's going to grow, what yeah. it's going to become. Well, you, somebody going to be wild. To me. I can't remember who it was the other day talking about. Oh, don't worry about Neuralink. Look at your phone; it's in your hand already. 
it's yeah. basically attached to you, right? Neuralink, you won't have to pick up your phone for a lot of things. That's the thing. It's it going to be it that much easier. Yeah. But, but it's already in your pocket. But, but, but this guy's saying that he's going to put a, like a chip into you and right. then through your actual eyeballs, you're just going to know things. Who, well, I don't know how, how it works. I don't but, want to. It's kind of scary. Yeah, that's terrifying, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's, but that's the thing. It's gonna, they're going to they're gonna release so many like trials. Yeah, trials for sure. But there's going to be so many positive things yeah. that is going to come with it. Negatives for sure. But if they really want to push it out, they're going to come up with all the positives. And it's going to... I think, you know, your average person will probably be open to it as long as they know it's safe. You know what I mean? After the trials and everything. Yeah. I have a feeling that your average person is going to want to do it. 100%, right? right? Um, but you know what's, what's nuts about all of this and the rate of it too? You'll remember too because you're the young, youngest one here, right? Yeah. You're, yeah. You're, you're born 2000, right? 2000. So you're like the last generation that was raised by teachers that said, you need to do the mental math. You won't have a calculator in your pocket every day. Yeah. How yeah. wrong were they? And now we're talking about integrating technology into our fucking bodies, man. Buddy, that's, a, that's an intense way to put it. That's fucking crazy. It, it's scary because you got to think like the next generation that's coming up, like what are their IQs going to be? Like oh, how smart are they going to be? How much do they really, think they're yeah. going to need to know well, that's it. when you're not going to have these basic skills because AI can write a report for you. AI can do the math. It's like, okay, well, what are you going to know? You're going to know how to very basic, you know, writing skills. Not even everything's typed now, but it, I've seen it in my sister, man. Yeah. They don't know how to handwrite. How old oh, is your, how old is your sister? What's she? She's five years, five, five years younger than me. Wow. Five years younger than you. Five years younger than me. So already. So she's in her five, teens. 16, five, right? 16, 17. So like 18, 18. Yeah. Maybe 18 turning 18. Yeah. So when you say she can't handwrite, I mean, it's just poor handwriting in no, terms no, no, of. No, she can't handwrite. She doesn't know the letters. Yeah, man. They didn't teach them the letters. Man, it's crazy. So I, I, I know about we've this heard this. I was in yeah. recruiting in the yeah. military. Yeah. I was 16, 17 year olds, 18 year olds coming in and not able to handwrite. <laughs> man, it's insane. They, they write. Grown, these are grown kids. Handwriting like I did in kindergarten. Oh, beautiful. It's horrible. It's beautiful. terrifying. They don't Where know what do to we do with go? Men. Where do we go? Arts. Arts is something that we have to value. And uh, whether it be art from your hand on a piece of paper or right. art through, you know, what makes you you. Yeah. Right. right. So when you get with these robots and these things, okay, yeah, that's not you. That's the robot. You're relying on the robot. Right. And where do we lose us? That's what we all want to know, right? Yeah. Where do we lose us in that? You know, Elon Musk actually said, he goes, if you think about it, you know, us becoming more like AI, AI is already a part of us because when we carry our phones around, yeah, right, it's, it's, good it's, as it's a part of you, it's, it's, you know, it, now this Neuralink is just going to be like a level up. It's going to be like the next step, right? Yeah. But dude, AI, fucking... I see <laughs> for immigration. So there was a, there was a right. company I'm uh, working for. Okay. And the first thing I do is I go, okay, I need to dive deep into this thing because this is like it's a big thing like immigration lands on your desk one day uh you're like whoa, whoa, whoa what's going on here right no no no. i seen in ai technology at the maximum force like we're talking you live in a country i'm just gonna take one sip of this go for <laughs> it okay you live in a country <laughs> and you want to leave yeah yeah he's good, he's good. you want to leave where you want to go where can you go? What right. do you need to know if you leave this country? Right. Mm. You know nothing, man. And people can take advantage of you very, very quick. Yeah. Unless mm. you have this AI. 
that comes to you and says, hey, you live here. Give me your stats, what you do, a resume. With a simple resume, right. I can now take this human being and place them wherever they are suitable in the world quickly with this AI mm. for immigration. Right. Costs will be, boom, set through this, this AI, uh, uh, or sorry, this, uh, this machine, this platform, let's call right. it, this software. That's yeah. what is going to direct you to this country. So at that rate, you don't even need to do anything when it comes to to nothing. You literally just say, I want to go somewhere, tell me where I'm best suitable, and it will tell you three cities in the world, different countries, could be different countries. Maybe the country that you want to go to is not the one for you. Right. Maybe you're, you know what I mean? So it will literally tell you where you can go legally, easily, the cost. Getting destinations tailored to you. Boom, that's for you. There you go. Bang. Hmm. If you have to integrate... That's already revolutionized the workforce then. That's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. How do you think I get a guy to you, man? Get a guy to you in the future. I'm going to literally say, I need this guy. Boom. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to come up. Right. I need the guy who does whatever. Right. So have you found then an issue with like recruiting locally versus recruiting from international yeah. pools? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's okay? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Hey. We opened the can of worms <laughs> oh, here. Shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Buddy. <laughs> International guys, what what makes them them? What makes them them? Yeah, why are they international? Because they're they're coming from another country here. What's right. English? It's important here. Yeah, I look at sure. English in a guy from outside. Okay, and right. I say his English is okay. Now I look at what do you do? He says I do drywall. Okay, get him over here. If the guy's coming from a country where I know like the background of these people, the general culture of these people is get to work every day, put money on the table, bread is there. When bread is not there, no good. But he will tell you that. Even if the guy speaks three words of English, no good. No good. He'll know no good, he'll know very good. <laughs> Even that guy, I put him on a fucking construction site. Yeah. Why not? Oh, not really. For immigration purposes, you really can't. But right. I would put that guy there because I know that guy's going to work. Now, Canadian guy? Uh. Sorry, what? <laughs> what the guy said? The guy lost his mind four hours ago. Is what they're gonna say? What does that mean? Uh, the guy doesn't know nothing. Yeah. The guy doesn't know nothing. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? That's gonna be the employer. You think I need that guy to call me on the phone and say, "What is this guy doing?" I can't. I can't. There are good Canadian guys. Yeah, guys right. that have worked. If a guy has experience five, six years in the same industry already, he's a one of a kind. He's right. one of a kind because people tend to jump. I've jumped myself. Yeah. You know, every whatever, 10 years, maybe you, you switch your job, right? right? So that's, that's a common thing now too. Construction's right. hard. Yeah. A lot of jobs are hard yeah. and Canadians don't want to do hard. Yeah, it's true. So that's when you get an an immigrant. To, like we've talked, we talked to, about this on the yeah. show too. You know, one of the things that we... we in Canada have an issue with is is like uh, harvesters, like harvest laborers for, I know you know a lot about agriculture. We, we have a problem every year, labor shortage, to harvest the freaking food we grow in Canada. Yeah. So they got to hire migrant workers from to, usually to Mexico that. to do, do it because Canadians think it's beneath their station, but they'll go to the, fa- the farm boy and pay $9 for a bell pepper. There you go. Right? For guys, a bell pepper. guys. <laughs> yeah. hey, what did we come to? We've come to that, but that's also a very common thing in Canada. In the history of Canada. This place is, is based off immigration. It's actually based off a complete conquest. But anyways, right. that's, uh, that's besides the point. Yeah. 
point is, Europe came here. They said, let's make this idea. Yeah. And that's what we're living in. We're living in the idea. Right. Um, so when you have a country like Canada where you say, okay, how did the, this CN, I pass a CN building today. Yeah. CN railway, buddy. We're talking from Nova Scotia, like literally there, boom, all the way down to to uh, think to Vancouver, Vancouver yeah. right? Like right. you were talking the first railroad. How did how many guys did it take to make that? What Canadian guys existed at that point? There was no identity at that point. Yeah. Right? Right. So this is a growing identity, Canada, and it needs immigration. So when I hear Trudeau is going to bring in 1.5 million immigrants in the next four years, you say, wow, okay, so this guy needs immigrants here. Yeah. yeah. Agriculture, huge, huge, huge. All the farms I talk to north of here are guys, uh, 40 Jamaicans. I brought yeah, in yeah. Uh, 20 Mexicans. Yeah. That's the way these guys are, are doing it because they know right. that these guys, one, they live in that climate. They know uh, what to do, how to do it well. Man, yeah. If you got a Canadian guy, it's hot. It's hot. Right. Buddy, what do you yeah. mean it's hot? Go pick the fucking apples, bro. Yeah. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> oh. Go pick the fucking apples. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas these guys are like, buddy, this is like leisurely work for me. You know what I mean? Right. They're already from that, that um, climate. Yeah. How it works, though, is this LMIA. It's called LMIA, Labor Market Impact Assessment. Okay. This is the document that will link a business in Canada, Canadian uh, business, to the uh, individual that will be coming to, to work for them on a, on a work permit. Right. Okay? And this goes through uh, the, the Canadian government, and they pass the individual to come in to this company for two years to this company. Right. Mm. This individual cannot leave. Okay. Wow. Okay. If wow. they do, they actually have to go back home, unfortunately. Right. So sometimes it doesn't work out. Most of the times it works out because you have a guy who wants to come here for two years, work like a, like an animal and make some money, man. Send it back home to his family or eventually <coughs> bring his family over. Exactly. Right. right. So that's a good thing. If that's the identity that this country wants to take, that's perfect. I right. like that. You know what I mean? I like being able to say I helped that guy get over here and start his life. And now that guy's he's going at it. Because listen, guys, I mean, this is for Canadian guys too. Don't be stupid. Construction's good money. Yeah. yeah. Construction's very good money. It so is. these guys could come here and whip 120 grand. Like that. If, if you want it, though. That's but you have you to got, yeah. you gotta want you it. You got to want it, man. It's you should sure. want it. It's hard work, man. Yeah, it's hard it's work. It's not easy. It's hard sure. work, right? Yeah. And you only go as fast as the project goes, though, in this country. And these projects take forever. I mean, mm. I work in like the infrastructure industry, right? So these fucking things take forever, right? So how do you like? There, I, I understand people's reluctancy to get into the construction specifically in this country, outside of the work. Because I know people who do work hard that don't want to do construction. But they'll go do some other labor-intensive job, like landscaping and snow plowing. Like, that's pretty labor-intensive, crazy hours, whatever, right? And you're in the heat. They're like, oh, I wouldn't mind construction, but I wouldn't want to get into the industry. It's crazy. And it's true. It's corrupted. It's, cr- it's corrupt as shit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, uh, the best way to launder money in this country is construction. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it's, it, it's all there, man. Like, oh, for it, you know? And oh, the longer the project lasts, is the more money everybody milks out of it, including that guy who's flipping the slow and stop sign. But there you go. There you go. But one so, thing that they're pushing that, that needs to go faster is residential homes. Yeah, man. Residential homes is the exception where it's go, fast. go, go. And that, that if, if you want to jump into the most chaotic situation in terms of construction as an umbrella, go to residential yeah, new man. homes and you will 
be in the fucking, you'll be in the trenches. I like that, man. I had to tell you something. I was talking with one guy, employer, Tim Hortons. He's got like four Tim Hortons, this guy. Okay. Good guy. Yeah. And this guy says to me, he goes, dude, every whatever amount of years, Tim Hortons, they come out and they say, you have to do a renovation. So he says, Jules, he goes, you have to see the crews come in here. He's like, dude, they finish it. It's supposed to take two months. They spend two weeks. They finish. Yeah. Wow. Sorry. It was buddy. The electrician's on top of the plumber. The plumber's underneath yeah. the guy who's doing framing. <laughs> buddy, they get in out two weeks. What do you think? You it's think only it's corporate a, companies that have that kind that's of that's illegal? It's that kind of. That's pool. illegal. Yeah. But it's illegal. Yeah. But Tim Hortons doesn't care because they want to make fucking money. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, Brookfield? Shit. You think Brookfield cares either? But buddy, <laughs> come on, buddy, pump them out. They're like pump them out, pump them out, pump them out. Right yeah. there, we got cool. a fucking problem. Yeah. Buddy, There's I got no quality in anything. I need insurance on that house for sure. Yeah, man. Bro, you go buy a house from the fucking 1500s, buddy. You get a castle made with the brick. Dude, the thing's not going nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Fuck. That's it's not true. happening here, buddy. Your roof is dented after two years. Your thing is going like this. Yeah, the, definitely the quality is... Things aren't made to last anymore. Right? 100%. That's I, with I've everything, right? The, uh, so I, I get to do locates all over the place, and I go into old houses, and I go into new houses, and some of these places are run down, they're abandoned, whatever. You mm-hmm. go into a house built in like even the 60s, okay? Yeah. And it's like stripped down to its bones. Man, that thing is solid. <laughs> like, I would buy it and fucking renovate it, and you're in like a freaking beautiful palace. 100%. Then you go into one of these new houses. I went into a house like two weeks ago. The house is the same age as me, and it's, again, abandoned, whatever, run down, stripped down to its bones. Wood is rotting. It's falling over. It's, I'm like, this is the houses that I live in. Like, this is crazy. Like, it's not an old neighborhood. Fuck, man. The neighborhood's from the 90s, and this house is like falling over. But it just goes to show, man. Like, it's thing, if, if, yeah, if you're, if you're buying a builder home, forget it. The quality's not there. Like, if you want a quality home now, you're going to have, it's, it's basically custom. custom. And if you want to go custom, you're, you're paying, paying yeah. and you're fucking paying big. Yeah. It's <laughs> like brutal. these, these home prices, people getting in the, where they're buying these new build homes for whatever, let's say $800,000 or even 700 for a town. They're fucking cheapest of the cheap material being, being used. How much, how much? And you're paying 800 K. How much? Is that doesn't make sense. How much do you think it costs them to build it? Per unit. Like with everything in it as a new build. How much is it worth? Well, you got to think, okay, when they bought the land. So a lot of these bigger, you know, these bigger corporation builders, they they bought the land 20 years ago in some of these spots up north. So they bought it for nothing back then. Now it's worth, you know, quadruple. And then to build the home, it really depends, obviously. But maybe, you know, a couple hundred thousand. Wow. Right? Because they probably get... They probably get good pricing on materials and you know what I mean? The, you know, you know, so probably around that ballpark, you know, let's say 250 per house. It costs them. That's a good number. And then, yeah, you could say 250 safe. That's a nice, that's a pretty nice home for 250. If it costs 250, I think that was a, that was a pretty nice home. Yeah. It's a decent home in Toronto. That's a big one, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then they're reselling it for eight, you know. That's fucking wild, man. Yeah. It's, it's fuck. You should see some of these builders. I've been to, I, I went to one builder's home to do some work and it was a palace. <laughs> I felt like I was at a hotel. <laughs> like it was the, the backyard was pool and fucking 60 long chairs. It was like a resort. Jesus. So, you know, these Crazy. guys are raking in. Some of these people know how to play the system and oh, just yeah. it is what it win. Is. It is what it is. Opportunists. Like, yeah. Op- we talk about them all the time on the show. Like 
we kind of say we've kind of chalked him up to sociopaths basically <laughs> that's kind of what you have to be to win in this game right you gotta gotta be a little detached right? you gotta be crazy a you gotta bit. be crazy you gotta you gotta be able to take risk you gotta be able to you know with no fucks given no fucks can you live your life like that but uh, yeah no simply no not all the time sometimes yeah sometimes yeah but, but it gets sometimes old. i get fucking burnt yeah man buddy sometimes i get fucked like listen it's funny you say that I, I lost, well, I'm gonna get into it. I lost 1,500 bucks, bro. I lost 1,500 bucks. <laughs> Yesterday, I lost 1,500 bucks. I was doing fucking what? cheesed. Stupid what? plane ticket, buddy. Plane ticket. A plane ticket? Plane ticket. Just long story short, Air Canada, goodbye. Guys, you ruined me, man. You guys <laughs> fucking happened? ruined me. I've been a client for a long time, man, and it really pissed me off because they took 1,500 bucks. Listen, I didn't lose it yet. I could still use that ticket, but I fucked up. I put on a date where I couldn't change it right. and expired. So I have to take the take the date, uh, take the hit. I'm not even going to be there. I'm supposed to go to Italy. I got to be in Italy. And the ticket's for the 14th of June. I, I'm not even coming back on the 14th of June. I got to come back a little bit earlier. So, oh, I can't, take the, I can't even take the, the ticket. So you, have to, so you have to buy a second ticket. I'm going to have to buy a second fucking ticket wow. home. But, and if you see the prices for tickets from Italy, yeah. you're going, what the fuck? Is it I worse, remember. It's worse to go from Italy to Canada than Canada Both Italy? are garbage. Are Both they? are garbage. But you're never going to find that ticket nice. I found it nice one time, COVID. But I bought a ticket during COVID for Italy one way for like 350 bucks. Eight no. hour flight, 20 when? minutes. Where, where do the direct flights land in Italy? Roma Fiumicino. Oh, okay, yeah. You go to uh, Rome and, buddy, drop me off in Rome and I'm gone. Chops, you later. Two hundred fifty dollars from where? Sorry, I, I three hundred fifty was uh, COVID. COVID during COVID. During COVID. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, during COVID, buddy. As soon as the flight started going back to Europe, I said boom, and I went on the first flight back. It was on the first flight back, yeah. and uh, empty plane, man. I've never seen a plane empty <laughs> like That's this. That's weird. That's a weird feeling. It was crazy, dude. I had three seats. I still couldn't sleep. I had four dinners. <laughs> I had four dinners. <laughs> the lady came by and she's like, hey, I like, it. they didn't even know I spoke English on this flight. I was fucking around. But I was fucking around, man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> she understand? that? That's amazing. But uh, four dinners. The lady came up to me. You want another one? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me the bread. I like the bread. You guys got butter? Boom, bang, chop. Why didn't you just bump me to first class? Bah, buddy, that was first class in the back. I paid 350 bucks, though. You gotta say. Good oh, for you. There you go. Right, no, buddy, nice. first class. $40,000 for a ticket to go fly, uh, fly. Come on. Crazy? 40 grand? I don't know. Maybe 25. Wow. Probably 25. That much? I can't remember one lady I met. She's like, if I don't fly to Italy on a first class, I can't fly to Italy. Oh, said, God. Senora, I said, you know what? Good for you. Because I don't even want to know what that means, man. Every time <laughs> she goes to Italy. Every time she goes to Italy. It's eight hour flight, right? Eight hours, 20 minutes there. Nine, 20 on the way back. That's wow, not bad. Right, so you should see what the prices are. You should see what the prices are now, probably. The prices garbage. Of, yeah. Two thousand for a fucking uh, one uh, one way yeah. flight from Rome to to Toronto. No, a one way. Come on, come on, come on, easy, easy. Fifteen hundred bucks, seventeen hundred bucks. What the hell are you talking about, man? Put that in perspective. COVID, empty plane, three fifty. Yeah. So there's something going on here. Yeah, well, man. you know, it's, it's peak season. Demand. There yeah. you go. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But these guys are rents you fucking nice. And why not, man? Why not? These guys took a hit during COVID. Buddy, if you have a trust fund the size of this fucking city, what are you talking about? You took a hit. You didn't take no hit, man. <laughs> you didn't take no <laughs> Well, none of, these co- none of these companies operate with, like, cash in the bank, right? Yeah, there you go. 
was, everything is liabilities oh, and debts yeah. and this balancing act of fucking yeah, fake e- money. Equities and all kinds of yeah, shit. Yeah, it's nuts, man. Yeah, so money. I get it. Like, they take a hit, yeah, based on the corrupt-ass system. But See, it's the thing. We, you can, we can sit there and say, oh, they're corrupt. Oh, they're, you know, maybe low moral people, whatever. But at the end of the day, someone's paying it. So yeah. People are still paying these prices for these homes, for tickets, for whatever the yeah, fuck. So yeah. at the end of the day, till they start seeing less people purchasing... The prices can keep going up as much as they want. Yeah, they can. Yeah, and it, and it applies to everything: houses, yeah. Toronto Maple Leaf fucking season ticketers, whatever you want. They're still paying the fucking prices. So, so yeah. true. So it, true. It is what it is. It, it's a really, you know, I don't, I don't want to say it's it's society's fault, but at the end of the day, nobody really, you know, people complain, but then there's there's no action after that. So it's all we can, you know, we talk about the prices. Oh, it sucks. How how are we gonna buy a home? But then there's still people buying homes, yep. right? When they can, if they're able to, right? It's so wild. it's it's fucking you know. So what do you what do you think about the the food, Mister Chef? Oh shit. Okay, you know what? Where do I start? <laughs> I'll start last night. How about that? Okay. Last night I went down and I was actually pleasantly surprised to be honest. I don't know, maybe I was in a good mood. I go down to. Uh, well, I was in a shit mood on the way down. I was on Highway Seven first of all, and there was a lot of traffic. Mm. I just lost 1500 bucks, so I said, okay, well, now I got to go to a dinner, and I went to a dinner with uh, two guys, good guys, right? So I was like, okay, these are good guys. I got to be optimistic here. Is the fucking tides are going to change, you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's uh, one of my good buddies, and his, uh, his name is Giuseppe the MC. So he's an Italian comedian here in Toronto. Guy's got like 42,000 followers on, on Insta. Guy's killing it, slamming it. So I, I hadn't seen him for a few years, and uh, he came up to me, and he goes, hey, listen. He goes, I got a, I got a show on June 10th. He's at the Paramount Theater in Mississauga. He says, uh, what's going on? Ba-ba. Next thing you know, I said, I, I like where this is going. And, uh, and I, I got a lot of tickets off the guy. So my company's actually sponsoring his uh, show down there. And I got tickets for, for some good people that want to go, go check him out and uh, have a good time over there. So I'm driving down 7 to go see this guy. And uh, he has uh, another guy over there he wanted to introduce me to, a uh, good, uh, good guy. And we were going to have a dinner. We go in Turles, buddy. You know what? This guy walks in, and it looks like he's going to kill me. This guy looks scary. It looked like he was going to kill me. I said, this guy could break my neck. <laughs> Shake hands, start talking, bam, bam, bam. Guy's, okay. Guy is a saint. Thank you, my friend. The guy is a saint. Okay? We start talking. We have a good night. We're eating food in this restaurant. And the whole time, I'm looking at food. I'm looking at the service. I'm looking at what waitresses actually know what they're doing, what waiters know what they're doing, what busboys know what they're doing. Right. I can't walk into a restaurant. And not fly off. Yeah. But I have to keep it in. Yeah? I got to keep it in. So then, buddy, it turns out the guy I'm talking to, chef. guy's been cooking for a long time. Right. It's not his main thing. But that guy loves food. We're talking about good food. And we really kicked that off. It was a good night. So where do I talk about food? I say, last night we talked about food the same way I'm going to say it like this, man. The eight years that I spent attached to reading on food, listening to food... Uh, getting it from chefs. The whole industry, yeah. I respect that time, and that's what made me who I am. When I look at food, though, for myself, I don't cook like that. I don't cook like that. Yeah. Buddy, I go home, I raw meat, I don't even cook it, and I eat like that. If somebody comes over, passion's back. Passion's back. Right. I said, this guy... Came to me and he wants to eat food. Right. I know a thing okay, or two. Yeah. 
yeah. about food, I'll make you food. So it, it comes and goes, this this thing. That's funny. They, what's that saying? Doctors make the worst patients, right? That's yeah. basically what that is. So that's the way I see that. But the guy asked me yesterday, let's say, what is your favorite? If, I, if you had to cook something for what's your favorite thing to cook? I said, there's so many things. I like meat. I like fish. But I said, it'd have to be a pasta. And he goes, what kind of pasta? And I said, it has to determine the season. Right. Season determines the pasta. Man. For sure. I like, we're in Canada. I like fall in Canada. Why? Because that is when you're getting the best harvest right. from a lot of guys that you, brought, you got from me in your company. Not joking. <laughs> That's when you're doing your harvest, okay? Yeah. yeah, and the zucchini are beautiful. The pumpkins are beautiful. The right. the spices are in the air, man. Like you know. Yeah, and uh, and you can make some nice some nice stuff here in the fall. Italy, forget about it, brother. It's like any day of the week. Just go in the market, chop. You're beautiful. gone. Yeah. You're gone. No GMO. No, no. You don't have to worry as much yeah. about what you eat there. You do because just like social media, everything that you see is propaganda, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this fucking tomato is not a tomato. If I'm here and I have good weather and I have, you know, uh, a tomato from California, why? Why am I using a tomato from California yeah, right. if I can grow the thing here? Not all the time, right? But you yeah. got to gotta really, when it comes to food, man, I've, I'm very picky. Right. I'm very picky, dude. Very picky. I'll eat anything. Dude, you tell me, go eat a Big Mac, double Big Mac me with supersized fries. I'll fucking slam it. Yeah. Okay, but not every day. Not every not day. I can't sure. do that. Yeah. I, like an animal after I'm dead <laughs> okay after I'm dead and uh, and it's not food right it doesn't yeah. satisfy me right when it's grown and I know where it grew when the animal was taken care of from start to finish yeah that's a good that's a good meat right okay when when things were done properly because there are there is a system to to everything when it when it's born to when it comes to your table yeah whether it be a plant or whatever, have you. Even the fucking fork that you use, dude. Like, you go to a sushi place, you're using chopsticks. Right away, everything is already taken down to a science. People have been doing this for a long time, eating, yeah. cooking. Yeah. There's yeses and there's no, no, no. Fusion. I don't like that word. I like integration. I look at... Wow, nice. I like that. That's really... I like Beautifully that word said. way better. Yeah. Fusion, yeah. buddy, scares me. That word scares me. Right. What does that mean? Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? It's like taking things, to putting them together, and erasing what existed before. Right? Well, you have no, you have no basis. You have yeah. no, no. Just I making it work. Yeah. Integration. You have a hardware. Let's yeah. say it's Italian food hardware, and yeah. I want to integrate Japanese software onto that thing. Yeah. Go right through. You have an Italian guys in a kitchen right. that are now going to cook Japanese food, or little elements of Japan will hit that Italian kitchen. So right. instead of me using breadcrumbs, I'm going to use panko. To get right. that extra crispiness, yeah? Right, yeah. So there's things like that. I don't mind. The word fusion, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay? That's the way I see that. But uh, that's funny. You want to talk about food? That's a pineapple. I'm looking at a pineapple right now. I like pineapple. Buddy, I fucking love that thing. Yeah. You like that thing? I love pineapple. You like that thing? Yeah. Yeah, you like that thing. Yeah. Where is that from? That doesn't grow here, brother. Yeah. No. One day... When they close borders or whatever fucking war or whatever, 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 look at that pineapple. Look at the price now. Then look at it at that time yeah, if 100%. it exists. Right. Yeah. We are in a really weird place, dude. 
Dude, we are, man. Geographically. Yeah. It is. It, it Susceptible. This it country is. is massive. I don't think people grasp the magnitude of Canada when they think about it. Right? Especially Americans. Oh, I'm from California. You must be from Canada. Wow, do you know this guy from Vancouver? You live in Toronto. Buddy, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> no. If you go up to Nunavut to get orange juice, which you can get some for some reason. Yeah. Right? Tropicana. Right. It's $40. My, are you kidding me? No, I think it's like 23 No, yeah, it's a lot. There, yeah, it's, 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 whatever. it's gold. Yeah, it's triple. It's, it's really triple. gold. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, buddy. The truck that went there, the plane that went there. It makes sense, right? Obviously, you have shipping. No, for sure. Right? So, containers. I used to work for an olive oil company. And I worked... Uh, I think these guys are import-export in the max, the maximum. Taking beautiful product from Italy, bringing it over here. Mm. The cost to bring... First of all, the cost of the oil is another thing, man. You can get into food. You want to talk about food all day. This olive oil costs 23 bucks at the minimum. It's not even a liter. 750 ml. Yeah. Okay, that had to get here, man. So now we're talking about shipping costs. Yeah, sure, I understand that one bottle. You got to mark it up, man. Right. You have to mark it up. Yeah. How am I supposed to compete with a bottle of olive oil? It's five ninety nine, and it says this is one hundred percent olive oil. Well, right away you say the tag is wrong because it can't be one hundred percent olive oil. But there's no law saying to that company, hey, listen, you can't do that. Right. But there are little tickets that you can read and say to yourself, oh, I'm buying a fucking proper product. I'm not buying a criminal it's a criminal activity man it's, it's counterfeit olive oil you're actually yeah. getting benzina you're getting gasoline into you and you're gonna die <laughs> you're gonna Jeez. die that's not for you man it's not that's not olive oil who knows what if yeah. the law what is that, that loose who knows right. what i could put in that oil right yeah. and it's worse in the united states as well canada is a little bit i think more strict I think in terms so. of food policies yeah. but the u.s is way fucking worse because i know with the u.s one of the fucking pandemics that they're dealing with is honey mm. because the chinese market is taking real honey mixing it with like corn syrup and then undercutting american real honey i don't know if that's happening here it could very well be but like dude it doesn't take anything to put that product onto the market right i'm telling you right now yeah watch these laws how criminal this is I'm, and you know what? And it's sad to say that these are actually Italian companies. A lot of the time, it's Italian companies from Italy mm -hmm. that want to make fucking lots of money but don't want to do the work, right? So what does this guy do? This guy says, I'm going to get olives from Spain and Greece. Mm -hmm. I'm going to bring them to Italy. I'm going to squish them here. And then I'm going to send them back out to another country in Europe. Yeah. Let's call it, I don't know, Romania. And I'll send it to a factory in Romania and they will actually bottle and produce my oil. I'm going to send it back to Italy. And then I'm going to write. Made in Italy. Made, no. Or made, produced. No. no Produ produced is already good. That's, right. that's, that's produced. produced in Italy. What the right. fuck do you mean produced in Italy? <laughs> yeah, Packed in Italy. Buddy, let's say this yeah. olive oil was actually made in China. Let's, let's make another scenario. Right. So right. actually made in China. The entire fucking thing. Right. It came to Italy. Mm -hmm. Shipped from Italy. Packed yeah. in Italy. If I took it out of a package, I put it into another package, closed it, 100% olive oil me, uh, product product of and made in are the only two things you could be able to trust, unless it's an Italian itself, prodotto. But even then, let's say something is from China and let's say they <laughs> ship it to Italy and then they get, let's say, 80% of the product or 80% of, you know, whatever, let's say oil, mm -hmm. right? And then Italy adds, you know, an additive or a component of olive oil and whatever, it's 10%, 20%. Could, could you still bottle it and say 
you know, produced in Italy then? You can say, you I mean, can I'm say sure whatever you, could. you want, bro. I'm you sure can you actually put could. 100% olive oil on the thing. Oh, yeah. That's how loose the fucking yeah. rules are with this with this game, Bello. I'm telling you, it's, yeah. it's really bad and it's hard to sell real stuff to people. Yeah. And that's my biggest problem with people today is like people are so susceptible to garbage that they don't even understand what they're getting anymore. You know what I mean? Right. And you're trying to explain to them. You're like, listen, listen. I used to pull people in the aisle. I used to say, come with me. Let's go. Same aisle. <laughs> These are olives. Lady, how many are in here? You can count in your eyes. You see like this. Oh, there's like 25 in here. Right. Okay, perfect. I have 25 olive oil, uh, olives going for eleven ninety nine in here. Right. How the fuck is that five ninety nine? Yeah. yeah. How many olives do you think it took to make 750 ml of 599 olive oil? Yeah. So I'll tell you mine, 2,000 olives crushed. Yeah. Labor on the olives harvest, uh, separated. Sure, you can get a machine, but when you're getting real quality, you're getting an eye of a human being that did the work. Yeah. That's a handmade product. There's laws. There's a lot of laws in Italy and Europe, especially right. for quality food. DOP labels, IGP labels. Uh, so these these are certain uh, labels that are given to a product so you know I'm buying something real here, man. But right. that makes it good business to make good food. Whereas yeah, here, but the cost, it's right? not good business to make good food. It's good business to make shit food. 100%. Because that's where you can make as much as you want of it. You can sell it dirt cheap. Everybody will get it because they want... You know, like you said, they want to think they're getting this and then they want to spend next yeah. to nothing to get it. I, I have a little like rule and not a rule in my head, but I have a, I have a thought in my head that, you know, for example, like a gas station, like in my head, anything that's selling at a gas station that's been on the shelf for like three, four fucking months, like let's say beef jerky, something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> for me, I, people don't think whatever they, they think they're buying beef jerky. Like for me, it's just, it's obvious that like, this is a garbage product. Yeah. Right then and there. Yeah. Right then and there. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's right in front of your face. Yeah. That thing's sitting, been sitting there for three fucking months. There's already articles that have come out that are saying, you know, the nutritional value that's lost over time when you pick an apple off of the fucking tree. Well, okay. right? so all, all vegetables and fruit, they, the, the nutrition content of it, once picked, halves every day. There you go. Right. Yeah. Diminishing, buddy. It literally shrivels on you, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Unless it's like certain things like you can still use them, but not to the full benefit of when it's when it's picked. Like you can you have to dry out meat. That's how they used to do it. Now mm-hmm. there was a fucking like we do it in our cantina, man. You put fucking prosciutto, you put whatever on the in right. the cantina, yeah. you dry out the meat. Right? Every culture has a beautiful way of meat preservation right. and like the fact that every culture has this information, yeah, and man. for some reason in Canada, people don't know that you they, can because they your meat. think the beef jerky is the fucking preserved. Yeah. Right. These people are like that. Yeah. Yeah. When they look at that thing, how would you eat that? I'm on. I'm on it with you, buddy. I don't know how you can yeah. eat that thing. It's been sitting at gas station. Another thing too, meat. though, is that a preservative in Italy or Jamaica or Greece Various. is like vinegar, salt, natural ingredients. Right. Preservatives here are ordered from a pharmaceutical or lab company and is, you know, injected into animals before they're even slaughtered or fruits and vegetables sprayed. And Man, it's crazy. You're eating a fucking concoction. One thing that I think burns my ass probably the most is these vegan option foods. Because I'm going to tell you why. Okay. So for me, let's say a vegan option for something like cheese. Okay, think about the process of, of the cost and the shipping for something like cheese. Yeah. 
for for good cheese, let's say. Okay. Now cheese and dairy is not good. Okay, that's that's another argument. Whatever. So now people are choosing vegan cheese, and it's costing more than cheese. Yeah. And the biggest fun and think about now the process of making a fake fucking food is costing way less because you're using synthetic artificial garbage yeah. Yeah. and now you're charging more. It's it's to me it's a fuck it seems like a scam. It is a scam. It, it's like it's vegan scam. cheese like just or even vegan meats. Like it's beyond me is so fucking shit for you and some people think that they're doing they're doing better. Yeah. 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 Okay, whether you think you're doing better for the farm that's another story for animals you don't want to slaughter them sure. Yeah. But for your fucking your own health I'm fucking sorry. Worse I understand still. meats can cause cancers and there's there's risks. Yes. I understand. Yeah, when but you have come on. hormones and bullshit in it. And like anybody, you know what? I'm sorry. No, we are omnivores. Like it is what it is. Yes. We are animals that have for millions of years in our past eaten meat yes. with vegetables and get this, call me crazy, fungi. Ma. Can you imagine humans <laughs> eating mushrooms? Because people don't include that in the food groups because funnily enough, Fungi are not vegetables, so I don't know why they included it in the fucking group. It's a different thing. There you go. Right? It's a circle. It's a circle. We need each other. The fruits and the vegetables need the living animals, and they need the fungi, and the fungi need the animals, and they need the fucking it's a vegetation. Cycle. And so we need them both. It's a hard, hard, harm in a cycle. So <laughs> what's your opinion on the vegans, vegan options? The vegan options. Okay. It's, it's Listen, it was a touchy topic for many years, right? Like sure. there was. Do you get insulted as a chef? No, no, I get challenged. Oh, fair. Okay. He's an I optimist. Get, I get right, challenged. Right, right. Glass That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. That's a good way to look at it. First, I have to look at the mind of the human specimen that is fucking approaching me. And I say, listen, all right, let's see if this guy has a problem or this girl has a problem. A lot of times, man, I can tell you it's girls. But I've seen vegan guys too. And then I like to go from that angle too and say, hey, what's the matter with you? You know? Exactly. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> vegans and the dog's like I hate vegans I was dog for I hate She's vegans growling. but you can't say that because I my cousin for example my cousin is is technically he's vegan right. I don't know to what extent we'll say he's vegan buddy like right. from what I know it's, he's following the rules okay Right. he okay. looks fucking great the guy's only eating a, a plant uh, based diet okay. and he's shredding it Right. but when he was eating meat he looked a little bit more bulky in the sense of like well it wasn't as shredded it was yeah, more yeah. Yeah, it's got a little fine bit fine edge. Yeah, He's you know what I mean. Yeah. So okay, right there and then, I see both roots. You can do good for your body, but for sure, this guy makes his own food. This guy would never walk into a Beyond Meat station and say, "Give me four of those." Like, no, right. man, the guy's at home and he's. He's doing beans. He's blitzing beans, and he's using other agents to do things. Like For I've sure. seen at Michelin restaurants that I've worked in that. For sure. There are certain agents you can use that are plant based, uh, or even meat based. I mean, a lot of gelatin. Gelatin. What do you think of gelatin? When you see the jello, it's yeah. like pig or fish yeah. fat. What is it? Pig bone. Is there? You I go. Thought they use the beef too. They like, can use beef. They can use. But it's, you got a densening agent in there, so yeah. they have plant based ones as well that you can use, and you can you can like spike your food the way you want to make it, right? For this. Church is perfect, uh, but um, when it comes down to a, a vegan who's just busting balls, oh, I don't know, because that's that's not about food. That's about lifestyle. That's about yeah, that's about okay. different stuff. Yeah. On the basis of food, though, eat some fucking meat. Eat some meat. Eat some fish. I like fish, man. Yeah, me too, right. man. You right. know, fish is another thing too. Like, and uh, I don't know. 
I don't know. I could go all day on fish and meat and yeah. why these people need to eat it. Just like you said, dude, you right. did it. You said, it. how many years have we been eating this kind of a diet? Yeah, man. Eat the fucking meat. Well, you know what? Another thing we don't do too that we need to do is is seasonal eating. Like people have For no sure. concept of what that is. Yeah. When you say that to people, Some people don't realize. Idea. Yeah. They, yeah. Right? I like, like that. It's a thing. You, would, I'm sure you've learned about this oh, as a chef, I love right? That. Like you said that with the pasta, the eating in season. How are you gonna How are you gonna get something that's not there? Right. If you live more with your means, more with your country, more in a line like that, you'll be a different species of, of human being. That's for sure. For sure. Your, your people will be, look at it in like wartime. Yeah. Okay. Nothing. Nothing. You had nothing, man. When you had food, you had food. You were grateful that you had food. You put it in your body. That's a, it's now, what are we here? We're here in Canada. There's not any possibility of war here ever. That's what people think. You know, we've had this yeah. different type of life. Everybody here never had the sea war, never knew what it was to not have grocery stores, stores filled with fruits and vegetables from other parts of the world. Like right. people here, myself included, were spoiled here, dude. For sure. We have everything that we wanted ever, For ever sure. when it comes to food choices. Yeah. And that's where people get. Lost, man. Yeah. Lost. Because everything, be- I think everything becomes a little bit too easy. Yeah. There you go. So then you're now you're not you're not really thinking anymore. Now it's just oh okay. You, you know, don't appreciate yeah. what you're eating, right, buddy? I used to remember growing up, and I used to go in the backyard, and I used to grab a fig off the tree. The fig, oh, figs are fucking are my favorite fucking fruit. Incredible, incredible. My favorite Fuck. fruit. And yeah. the the thing I like about the fig, the actual plant itself, is a wise plant. Why? Because this plant takes forever to grow. Try growing one of those here in the in the summer because here it's up, down, up, down. Temperature needs to be stable. You got to have stable temperature. It's got to be hot. The thing needs to survive. It needs to thrive on heat, man. That plant needs to thrive on heat. And then one day, one fucking day, months later, it'll give you the fruit. Right. But you have to be patient with this fig tree. Sure. An apple tree in this climate, no problem. You see how big the apple trees are? Yeah, you, don't have a, you don't have a fig tree that big. Yeah. Portugal, Spain, Greece. You have fig trees, buddy, that they're fucking huge. Yeah. Why? Because they're thriving off the climate that they're in. So we're already at a disadvantage point climate-wise here. Everybody knows that. I freeze my balls off in the winter as you do as well. Yeah. That's the way it goes here. So how do we now establish proper uh, rules and regulations to food, there's a community that we here. In theory, you could ask this community, but I don't know how much of it is been preserved because this country mm-hmm. has systemically erased them. The indigenous people uh-huh. of this land, you there. If you got and you found the right ones, you know what? This is a great opportunity for indigenous businesses, specifically indigenous restaurants, step yeah. up to step up yeah. and be like, hey, here's what's from here. <laughs> At this time of the year, right. this is what's available. And here are some fantastic dishes. There you go. That you can eat off this land, from this land. Eat local. Support local. Make our farms just pop off. Bang. Right? They've been here hundreds of years. They, they would know best in terms of the climate and working with it, right? And, and the sure. food that yeah. will just nourish you the most in the time. You, I, I imagine we'd have crazy mood boosts in the dead of winter because people talk about seasonal depression. Well, if we ask the right people, the people who know this land how to feed ourselves yeah. on this land, then maybe that's what they've been asking for. It's called stewardship. And I think it's the easiest thing to do. Yes. And we're, like you said, we're so blind by all these options, by these brands, Black Diamond Cheese. I don't buy cheese unless it's Black Diamond. Yeah. Right? And yeah. so you're not even looking for a product. You're looking for a logo. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's, yeah. I mean, it's a genius as a business to Buddy, make that's millions. It. But that's what it is. Yeah. It's, it's, that's not how you fucking feed yourself. Like, it's really a travesty. Yeah. But you know what? 
you you and I we were speaking yesterday. I think it was yesterday. No, it was no, uh, two Tuesday. days ago. Tuesday. Good, good yeah. man. So he knows exactly yeah. where I'm going. So we're speaking. <laughs> I love this conversation. We're speaking, and he's like, you know what? Honest to God, and I'm the same way as him. When he said it, I said I'm the same fucking way as you, dude. Go hard now. You do it hard, but then in the future, relax. Eat your food. You grow your own food. You do your own thing, yeah. and you take it easy. You need to have simplicity. Simplicity is key, man, especially with food. Absolutely. It's not too fucking hard, man. Yeah. You grab a few things. They go together. They're good. Bang. Cha. You got a, you got dinner. It tastes good, and it does its nutritional value to you as well, exactly. which is the important thing, right? So it's like, right. like you're saying, man, in the dead of winter, how do I get this guy one morale and emotion to where it's got to go? Yeah. But keep them warm inside. So that's where you got a nice... Uh, maybe I make this guy a nice stew. All right? Stews take time, dude. Things take time. Beautiful right. things take time. Right. When they're done properly. For sure. And it's it's the same thing in cooking. I used to watch stocks on the, on the stove going for days. Reducing, 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 reducing. Buddy, the flavor... It's rich as fuck. <laughs> right. Is retarded. So, so yeah. many good... There, so in Jamaica, we have a dish. You'd know it, oxtail. You of course. Of right. It's like a very it. popular Jamaican dish. Right. So I, I know people who take days to make oxtail. I believe it. Like it's, if you're having oxtail around like a holiday, the prep begins, let's say the Monday. That shit ain't ready to eat until the following Sunday. There you go. The ingredients are procured. They yeah. are each individually, they have to do their own thing. These peas need to soak for this time. This has to be, these need to marinate. It's yeah. And then when it cooks, low and slow. Low and slow, baby. Yeah. Why are you gonna make it? Why are you gonna make it burn? Don't make it burn. Yeah. Low yeah. and slow. I like yeah, that, buddy. It's respect to your ingredients. Exactly. It's respect for the product itself because, buddy, anybody can just grab a fucking fish, put the fish in the oven, boom, chow. See you later, fish. Take out the fish. That's fucked. <laughs> it's dry. It's yeah. burnt. It's yeah. what I... You it's can dry. just fuck the fish. Yeah. <laughs> just fuck the fish. <laughs> Buddy, go do some. Go put some eggos in the toaster and put it down. That's yeah, it. Man. Yeah. You know how to make an yeah. egg? Buddy, why did you put the fish in the oven like that? No, you got to take care, buddy. I used to buy a fish every... At least two to three a week in Italy. Right. Nice spigola, it's called. It's a sea bass like this, okay? Right. And I take this thing and I just zoom... And I open it up and it's fresh. It doesn't smell like fish. Yeah, it's man. fresh. Right. Take out the bones and light on oil. Dude, light on oil. Little notches in the skin just so it doesn't, doesn't uh, curl up on me, right? I'm not trying to make an octopus here. I want to have, <laughs> have a nice flat <laughs> spigola. So buddy, on the oil, a little bit of uh, garlic in there. You throw in whatever herbs you're looking for. And buddy, very simple. Touch of butter, squish a lemon, bang, bang, bang. If you want capers. And that's it, buddy. See you later. That's oh, lunch. Yeah, I'm out this water. Beautiful. But that's, I'm, but that's I'm lunch. starving right now. <laughs> simple, simple, fresh from the earth, man. Yeah, from beautiful. the water. And that actually, in that case, from the water, which is a big thing, too. Right there. Right. It's a local thing, man. It matters. So that's the thing. If, if, I mean, you too, you know, it sounds like you appreciate these types of methods of cooking and even mm -hmm. growing foods, right? I mean, so realistically, if this is something that, you know, you're passionate about, I mean, long term to stay in a country like Canada with the climate that we have. I mean, easier said than done, but it would make sense to go move to a climate that supports this See, style of living. I disagree with that, though. I don't think we look. Or you're saying you can make it work for we, where we're at. How do we adapt? You could. We're a versatile species. No, for Naturally, sure. Naturally, on our own feet, 
with fucking spears and bows and arrows wearing animal hides. Yeah. We populated the four corners of this planet. <laughs> so we can fucking figure out how to live in a place with the seasons that that place has. Right. In fact, a hundred years ago, every corner of the earth was doing exactly that, including big cities in the United States. Yeah, they had to ship their stuff in from farms, but they weren't shipping in from farms in Mexico no. and Vietnam. Yeah. They were shipping in from the farms around the cities. For That's sure. That's how they were doing it. So, no, 100%. Like, I, I agree. I, so, it doesn't, I wouldn't, so the people that are here, they're not going to say there's a food issue then because the food resources here, the grocery stores are it, full. It's an overly you can, abundant thing. Yeah. It's, but right, what happened, it's here. What happened the day that the trucks were piling up on the 401, brother? <laughs> You remember that? Yeah, then people were panicking. Sure, what happened with COVID when people went fucking panic buy? How, mu- how many times can that truck realistically go stock that grocery store per week? Yeah, right. Tell you, usually it's about one to two times, man, that mm-hmm. that thing is going to come out for a lot of products. Yeah. Not every right. product can make it on that bus right. or that truck or that fucking train or whatever. Yeah. Things happen. Things fall over. Buddy, sure. oil spills happen. All kinds of different Buddy, everything happen. happens. Everything can be fucked. Fire in the, in the field. We have it oh, now. We have it now. Yeah. It's here. Respect it. And that's my thing is I have to respect what I'm looking at now. And that's with anything, not just food, Absolutely. but especially food, brother. I respect a fucking nice product right. when it's there. Okay. For my, sure. My girlfriend's in Portugal, all right? She's like to me, oh, we're eating like this. And I'm like, well, go get some fish. She's like, I'm not in the mood for fish. I'm like, what do you mean you're not in the mood for fish? I'm like, you're in Portugal. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner yeah, if you're in Portugal. dive yeah. into the water. Pull <laughs> when, what's that saying? When in Rome? When right? in Rome, Literally. buddy, that's it. I'll, I'll never forget when I was younger and I was in Greece. I was on the beach. I saw a man walk into the water with a pitchfork, came out with an octopus. Mm. There was a restaurant up the, up the fucking street. Yep. They cooked it and... I'm sure people enjoyed some octopus that evening. Buddy, you know nice I mean? Like, that's a fucking beautiful thing. Last time you know? I went to Jamaica, I was on a beach, not a fucking resort beach, okay? Because my family lives in Jamaica. I was yeah. on a citizen's beach. Beach, baby. Okay? Yeah. And I'm chilling, lying in my fucking chair, drinking my fucking beer, nice. sunglasses on, and reading a book. And then a boat comes in, and it's this dude who I watched casting his nets, caught some fish, comes in. I go, you want a fish? <laughs> Can I please? Yeah, buddy. He goes, all right. And then behind me are these huts, little kitchens. Okay. So the fucking ladies from the kitchen go to the fisherman. Which fish you want? That one. They go up right there while I'm chilling on the beach. And they make the... I've never had fish as fresh Beautiful. as that. That buddy. was literally ocean, cooked, fed me. Mwah. Within 20 minutes. That's insane, buddy. So that's fresh. that's fresh. Yes. So think about other countries in the world that operate like that. Yeah. More than here, right? So the only issue I see in terms of like food here is most of your citizens are heavily reliant yeah. on the system yeah, to bring in food and to fucking feed the population, mm-hmm. right? And it's obviously North America, bigger cities are completely reliant on the system. A lot, a lot of people, right? Uh, obviously, there's farmers that are out there, but think about it. If I'm in downtown Toronto and there's a food shortage. What are you gonna do? You have a garden on your in your condo? Yeah, I don't think so. You hit it on the dot. That's what I what I think about. Right, and I say because there's so many times I say I'm gonna take Toronto. Right, but how am I supposed to take Toronto restaurant? How am mm. I realistically supposed to take a restaurant in Toronto? Um, if I want to be this word, 100 percent sustainable. 
Yeah, right. man. Right. Sustainability. What does that mean for a restaurant? What does that mean for its food? What does that mean for its staff, man? Right. Right. Staff need to be on the dot. I'll tell you right now, if I was to go work into a, into a kitchen, okay, I would be off my game completely. If it was the same level that I was producing in Italy, no way. No way. Dude, you got to be consistent the same thing every day. Right. Yeah. Doesn't matter how you feel. You got to be producing like this. Mm-hmm. And to get that back, it takes a while. But you have to be in it to win it. You have to be with your food. You have to be with your product. Right. Okay. You have to back yourself. Uh, how, how would I say that? Sorry. You have to, you have to back up your product, right? right. right. You got to treat it with respect. For sure. You got to be there on that stuff. Right. Where am I going to get that? Downtown Toronto. The fish, no problem. Fish, I got under control. Or I should, at least, mm-hmm. as a Canadian. No. No. Because the fish that they're getting in Halifax, any East Coast fish like this, selling it to the Europeans. They're selling it to the fucking Chinese. They're yeah. selling it to the Japanese. They're yeah. selling selling it. Yeah. Selling it. Yeah. Quick. Quick. Yeah. Canadian chefs is like, what are you talking about? Why do I have to pay this much for a fish yeah. in my water? Yeah. Yeah. Guys, the price of lobster? Guys. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> East, West, yeah. fucking twice. So it's like, man. Yeah, it's, like, it's wild. But you got two oceans to pick from fish all day. Three. And it's such nice fishing water, too, that even the Portuguese are like, okay. And they're going under that water. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Because there's a lot of Portuguese fishery uh, fishermen that are, are that come up on the east. Right? Of course, yeah. of course. Yeah. Why not? It's fucking. It's it's there. It's for good sure. fish. They know where good fish is. So if we have good fish like this, why are we not using these natural patterns that we're given, right? right? And using it to the success of the food here. Well, it's because they want to make money in another way. So right. it all comes down to this dollar and yeah. and and keeping people out of the the real situation, which is, hey, listen, you're never gonna have this. In 20, 30 years, who knows, man? That, yeah. that pineapple might not be there. Right. Why are you going to scare them now? You know, is what they're saying, but right. we want to keep them stupid so that when it does come, you know, it's like uh, they were, they were, they're, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying. No, I know. Well, yeah, it, it, it could be in a panic situation where it's like, okay, they'll, we'll just, we'll accept any other system or any other method that, that's, that's, you know, that's given, that's yeah. introduced. There you it's go. Like, okay, well, fuck, we need it. We're, we have a food shortage now. Unless they okay, invent whatever method you want to do. Pineapple, imagine that. Yeah. You think they'll be inventing these fucking things? You, you never know what they're going to... First of all, they don't even look like now what they did 100 years ago. Well, a lot of True. foods. Right? A lot of foods. Exactly. Yeah, a lot. A lot. Of foods, are, are, yeah. But, I mean, to the point of your thing, you're talking about a restaurant that's sustainable or whatever, but that's... A, I, I talked to you about it on the phone. I, I want to get into, like, homesteading. And, like, so I'm growing my own food in yes. Canada year-round, Right? The reason I'm do, I want to do this is for exactly this reason. I want to know exactly what I'm putting in my body. I want to put the best possible food I can sustainably into my own body. Right. And then whoever else can eat from my yield. You know what I mean? I like that. I, I like that. Till, that. till that point, I mean, yeah, there are some local farms and stuff that you could buy from. I remember I was telling you the one I used to yeah. go to by my house, yeah. Stovall, which is a lot of farmland. So, yeah, he was raising chicken, um, chickens. What was he selling there? Chicken, honey. And he was also selling beef every once in a while. Yeah. Nice. And... Yeah, okay, like okay, the eggs. I mean, what I, color I, was the yolk, I'm, man? More orange. Beautiful. Which is which is the way it's right. You um, you know, you're pulling up in your car, and I'm seeing the chickens run around in a nice big area. They look mm. like they're happy. You know what I mean? That's you know, yeah. it's a beautiful thing to see. Honestly, like it makes me, and it, I, I I would pay for that. Like you know, you go to these grocery stores where you're paying these crazy prices because they're organic. It's like okay, well you don't. <laughs> organics 
you know, another term that's can be maybe a little loose these days. Yeah. Right. So it's like for me, he only charged eight dollars a carton for eggs there. And I know they're actual free range organic. But you hit a that's real. Whereas I can go to now Walmart and get free run eggs and I'm paying six dollars. So an extra two dollars, I'm getting the I know the real thing. Mm -hmm. And then you know what I mean? So of course he should be charging more if anything. Right. And then even things like honey. Honey, you want premium honey? Like actual you're gonna pay. Oh, yeah. Man. I have a jar. I think I paid like $26 for it. That's the thing, man. That's what I'm saying to people. I'm like, you can't go and get an organic bar of honey from the the, the grocery store and you're paying, how much did you pay for it? $5.99? Like you said with the olive oil. That doesn't make sense. doesn't make sense. Yeah, Th- Billy this- Bees. You think Billy Bees is real fucking no, honey? it's corn <laughs> Who's syrup. Billy? I want to talk to Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck are you, Billy? Yeah, <laughs> it's corn syrup. It's not honey. Yeah, it, it's it garbage. A, and then organic. Do you do you know about the regulations with organic in Canada? You know what? There's there's Canadian stamped organic products. Yeah. Right. And then you have USDA yeah. stamped. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, here. Right. Fuck both of those. Yes, man. Really, I'm gonna tell you right now. Fuck them. They're shit. They yeah. they, they don't they don't really stand for a standard like they used to. No. Uh, they're dropping. They're yeah. dropping a lot of areas that. Uh, Listen, if a product is the way it's supposed to be, it should be affordable. I need mm-hmm. to know there's got to be more indications of that product. Um, the less garbage that's on a label when you flip it on the back, obviously the better. If you can understand all five ingredients, because if there's like five ingredients in the thing, let's say it's something simple like uh, pesto. You have olive oil, pine nuts, cheese. Right. And you got basil, you got you got five whatever simple ingredients. You're on a good track. You know you have a quality product. Right. If I'm buying honey, I need to see honey. Yeah, for real. I need to see nothing else but honey. If there's anything else after that, you're already fucking up. Okay. Miele, man. Honey, honey. That's it. You. That's one thing. It's you didn't produce that. I didn't produce that. The bee. Yeah. This little fucker. What does this thing know? This thing studied Latin and made some fucking additives and stuff. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? It's honey, it's honey, man. Yeah, so yeah. so right there, that's the way I would look at that. But uh, the labels, yeah, forget about those, buddy. Yeah, man. Forget about those. But the craziest thing here is the prices are at a point where we're paying high prices for the lowest quality food. And the lowest quality food on the shelves right now are still expensive, are getting expensive, yeah. getting worse. That's the, that's, that's the, like, listen, if there's garbage on the shelves, fine, but price them accordingly. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. Price them accordingly. Don't, you know, $6 for a thing of honey. It, it, maybe that's the new standard. I don't know. Maybe $6 is the cheap. Maybe, maybe that is, it, it is. It's the bottom. It's the bottom in terms of the pricing. Mm. And if you want the real shit, you're paying triple. I guess that's how it is. I don't know. I don't know how many people can afford that. Not a lot. Probably a very small percent of the population. That's a problem. Can afford to pay for premium products, man. (laughs) Premium products, man. What kind of system are we all living in where you have to be successful in it in order to achieve wellness? But the simple things. We talk a lot about human rights in this country. We talk a lot about intervening in other countries because of human rights. You know what the fucking human right is? Water and food. And they're both shit here. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, water like especially. Water is water is something that's not talked about enough. It's no. The quality of the 100%. water is, is causing a lot of fucking health issues that people don't even realize. This country has the most fresh water in the world. Yeah. There shouldn't be an issue in any community about water. We're still 
the city, the biggest in the country, should not be drinking their own fucking de- f- feces and whatever <laughs> fucking shit is dumped into the Lake Ontario. Fuck, did, I, did I send you the article that I saw yesterday? It was, um, fuck, was it the pregnancy pill? Yeah, man. That, yes. That's now getting into the water. Estrogen and... And, and, that, and that they're not able to filter it out completely. So now, let's say in terms of tap water... They, they, what was it? Through the process, they they haven't filtered that out completely. So there's a chance that you're drinking. There's milk. not a chance. So well, it's not what, a chance. I mean, it? they were saying all you of, are. All <laughs> of us in the GTA. If yes. you're drinking water either from your tap, whether it's filtered or not, or you're drinking bottled products that are bottled in the Toronto area, you are drinking crazy levels of estrogen. And uh, yeah, okay, fine. It's not as bad for women because they have higher they levels of estrogen but it's still they peed it out in the yeah. first place they, their bodies didn't absorb that estrogen they pissed it out into the fucking sewage system that went into the lake pumped into the water treatment facilities wasn't filtered out and it goes right back but you're us. telling me that that's how that the estrogen got in there originally yes is through, is through birth control stro- and then yeah. peed into the yeah. water and Holy that's and, and it's it's not a conspiracy theory it's a fact that there are higher levels of estrogen in men these days. That's a yeah. fact. Well, that's a fact. That's a fact. That's, that's so. A fact. When you ask, okay, yeah. the root of it, where did it come from? This is probably one of the few things. I yeah. even heard that heard that they're adding estrogen to beer. Well, no, which is so what beer, we, we beer is a by right. is a byproduct of right. the natural process. Right. I've also heard that they're adding it to. I don't know. That that's a conspiracy theory, whatever. Yeah. But yeah. things something like beer as well, right? It's you know. Well, beer, you get a pair of tits after. Yeah, beer, you get a pair of tits. It's, it's right. natural. It happens in it. But but if you're bought, if you're making beer with water that already has heightened levels of estrogen, in it, then well, then, and then it's that's what I mean. Even more estrogen. That's what I mean. The add like it, when when I say add, they yeah. added it. I mean it's you know when you're mixing it with water, mixing yeah. it with things with estrogen, technically it's adding. And don't right? get me wrong, like Molson down the street in Mississauga is filtering the filtered water immensely before it goes in the beer. So it's the cleanest water that you'll be getting. However, it's baseline ingredients. You can't take too many things out of water before it's considered distilled water. Brother, fresh, you can't make fresh water source is always going to be the way to go. Right. Okay. Like if you have a mountain, you're already in a good fucking... Fuck a mountain. Go, buddy, you get the fucking 10 water. minutes up the street. Yeah. And go to the local ravines and stuff. Maybe don't. Okay, no, yeah, Go further up north where you're separated Listen. and far away enough from yeah. the system and no, you know no, that that's just creek. a naturally occurring creek or whatever. Yeah, yeah. With the amount of shit that's go in rivers yeah, yeah. around cities and things, you gotta yeah. go a couple hours. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta go you a gotta couple go hours. Far. You gotta you gotta go farther now, get some decent clean water. Even then you still have to filter it. Even at even then, right? And Brita filters, fridge filters. Yeah, they're maybe taking out. They are taking out a little bit of chlorine because mm-hmm. tap water is filled with it. Yeah, right. But there's also things that's not filtering out completely. So it's it's not good for you. Even if you're drinking tap water that's going through your fridge filter or a Brita, it's still not good. Yeah, it's not good enough. There's no fucking way. See, that's that's what we've come to, bro. And it's good to see that it's coming. It's come out because, buddy, I remember. Never mind top. I used to do the hose. Bro, in the backyard, I used to do the hose. Right. I used to yeah. I used to drink hose water all the time. Right. I was with my grandmother. My grandmother said, go get some fucking water. Go get some water. Yeah. So that's the way, like, you know, obviously the hose is dirty and the fucking top is dirty. Sure. Fucking shit is, but yeah, I'm thirsty. So if I, if, I, <laughs> if, I need the, if I need the water, I got to drink the water. But yeah, absolutely. when it comes to, to the quality of the water here now and the way you've brought up to my attention yeah. i'm scared man. man this is the thing though 
don't think that like you're this is another scam this in my opinion is the biggest scam Mm -hmm. bottled water is not going to save you bottled water forget about the microplastics yeah bottled water in canada any bottled water that you can buy from canada is coming out of the same water that is coming out of your tap right Natural spring water. Yeah. yeah. Look into what it means to label natural spring water. Why and you'll is that find loose? the standard doesn't exist. They can say whatever they want, pretty much. Natural spring water. They'll be like, once upon a time, the water was in a spring. I guess it was once natural. There you go. Put it on the label. There you go. Natural spring water. It's not fucking natural. It's not spring water. It's the same water from your tap. It's just in a plastic bottle that's going to end up in a landfill, and you think you're a fucking hero. Fuckers, <laughs> yeah, buddy. These guys are like that. Yeah, man. yeah. It is what it is. And listen, like, like I said before, yeah. You can maybe say that they're cruel people because they know what they're feeding the general public. But at the end of the day, we're still fucking buying it. <laughs> but so but you can't. No, but we have but, to. But, but you have to. We That's the choice, thing. Man. Now, yeah. now things. It's see. Fifty years ago, maybe there were more options depending on where you live and in terms of you know what I mean. Right now, it's like it's. It, just options are being limited where now you're forced into, you know, like me and Goody have said, participating in the system yep. in terms of everything, in terms of food, housing, whatever, whatever you want to say. You have to. What else are you going to do? You're on the cycle, man. It's like you see the same thing. You were talking about honey. Now you're talking about house. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's every If a system works where you can literally just put people's guards down. Right hammer them with what you want to hammer them with and know that they have to go along with the show otherwise get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Listen, there's nothing stopping me from going to Alberta and buying a fucking house at a reasonable price. Yeah, man. Okay? Right. Except for the cold, the fucking this, the fucking that, blah, 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 blah. and the fact that I'm in the middle of the country. Guys, let's talk about how big this thing is. Yeah. It takes fucking eight hours to get there, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay? What yeah. the fuck? On a flight, it's going to take you a long time to get there. I've driven this country from coast to coast. Uh, fortunately, because of my past careers, and to get to, I was I stopped in Medicine Hat, Alberta. Okay, it, where are we looking? This was day four of my drive. I drove by myself. It took me four days, and I'm talking. I'm pulling like twelve hour shifts. <laughs> like, come on, buddy. Yeah, oh, man. It's holy. a big fucking country. That's the part that staggers me. Yeah, we are so capable of. Checking all of our own boxes. We have everything we will ever need in this country and more. We have enough to feed ourselves. We have enough oil. We have enough water. We have enough everything. And then we can export the rest at a premium. 100%. And we don't. Why? Yeah. Why? That's my question, bro. But, well, think about it. Think it's, about we're this. We're in bed with the wrong there, there, there was ah. a, There's a statistic that says, uh, what is it? I think it's 50% of the Canadian population population lives in southern ontario yeah. in the southern part of southern ontario yeah man it's like we're all obviously we're hugging the border just because it's warmer right through old canada it's, but it's, it's uh, well you know how many people live in this country 40 million <clears throat> 40 million this is po- 40? the population of ontario is 16 million so Buddy, we have ontario, no sorry maybe it's 50 percent is is on the southern part no Guys, I'm getting the numbers wrong. We like a quarter of the we are 38.12 percent of the canadian gdp ontario yeah Okay. Yeah. yeah, There are 10 provinces here, so there are nine other provinces and three other territories in this country that don't produce as a number. Together, they produce a bigger number. But, but you're, never gonna have, you're never going to have another province be more 
impactful, more necessary in, in, in this country. And, and the position of the place makes sense. Okay, we're right on the tip of the United States. And, but, buddy, logistically, everything should be taken into the north. The north should be taken advantage of where you can, right? So right. if you need to make an oil industry in Alberta, well, buddy, you better fucking make refineries, man. So oh, you refine. It's refined oil, man. Yeah. Refined awful. Oil. We are literally being. This is a graphic comparison turned over the table and being. You know, it's been shoved up our butt. Yeah. By the United States. Wow. Of fucking America. God we bless. We sell our crude oil for pennies to the Americans who refine it and, so and sell it back to us at a premium. I've heard that we even sell electricity to the. I think it was the state of New York. Not sell. We actually give it. I think we give it to them it's for given. free. It's given. We give it to them for free yep. to the state of New York. Yeah, come on. Yeah, it's a part of some fucking weird ass deal. Weird backwards deal. Yeah, and God knows whatever kickback or whatever the fuck's going on with that. But, but we, what do you get? What have you gotten from New York, except for a headache when your favorite Toronto team plays a goddamn oh. Yankees or fucking Rangers <laughs> or that? You know, buddy. New what do you York? get from New York, dude? It depends how I'm looking at it, buddy. If I look at it, it's like Toronto on steroids. First of all. Okay, there's a lot of like, it's chaos, it's chaos. But, you know, I can't really say much. I've never been uh, downtown New York. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about what does New York import here that you get, that you need, that only New York does for you? Oh, absolutely nothing. But I have the same climate as New York. I have everything is the same. Your same time zone, your same everything. Everything's the same, but it's thrown on steroids. You can get to the state of New York in two hours from here. No problem. If there's no traffic, even even quicker if there's no traffic, Right? right? And what do they do? For, we're, we're not selling them. We're basically giving them power for free. You wouldn't remember this. You were too young for this. Okay. But the blackout. Do you remember the big blackout in 2004? It's like a big thing. Toronto, New York. Okay, okay. Right? I remember that. And I remember hearing on the radio, because that's all you could use at the time, because everything was out. Right. That the power outage stretched from the entire GTA, Southern Ontario, I was a down kid, into the state bro. of New York. I was York. a kid. I know. Me too. But Holy still, shit. I remember it, because it was a crazy right, day. Right, right. I was, you know where I was? I was on uh, Ontario Place back when it was open. And Come I was on, on bro. I was on a kitty drop zone, and the power went out, and I was stuck up there. No, you weren't. This poor, like, I don't know, he was like 16, a kid, like yeah. a kid staff, whatever. You had to take the hand crank, and it took they him have like one a of those. half an hour. Yeah, it's like a safety feature. Holy. Half an hour it took him to crank us down, and this was a kitty drop zone. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, man. No, That's this, crazy. The blackout was nuts. But what also it was, it was eye-opening for a lot of people because- the power went out from New York all the way up to like north of Toronto. This huge span of light just being pumped up to the sky, just gone. Yeah. And it just so happened that astrologically or whatever, fucking in the space, Mars was at its closest point to Earth. So we could see the full canopy of stars mm-hmm. and you could see one big, shiny yeah. red star in the sky. Motherfucker. And I sat outside on my drive. I'll never forget. It's one of my favorite memories with my dad. He had a beer. I had a soda. It was like 12 at night, because it took us forever to get home. Yeah. And we're just looking up at the sky, and he goes, that's Mars. And I'm like, wow. holy shit. Buddy, you're like blocked off to what is actually there. Yeah. Just by the light pollution. Alone. Alone. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We've, we've done that. We've gone up to our buddy's cottage, and, and he's got a cool map, Alex. He's got a map on his phone where it'll show you the intensity of light pollution where, wherever you are. So we were right on that. Outside, we were right on the outer ring of light pollution from Toronto, bro. Shit, bro. In where we were, we there's, were like there is still a little, there is north. still a little bit, obviously. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's you. You got to drive a few hours. The, the most I've ever seen was was in Greece, and 
when you obviously when you go on an island because in greece on the islands there's no tall buildings there's no there's not a lot of light yeah. pollution right and then when you're in an island in the middle of the mediterranean you can fucking picture that right yeah Buddy, it makes sense. It just makes sense, man, to, to keep certain places like that. Like, you get, you're talking about Greece, so many astrologists and every... Like, these guys, all they did all day would just... Look up at the stars. Yeah. Look up, man, look up. And that's what they would see. That's why they're talking about these things. And it's, it is what it is. I Dude, mean, over here, we're really blocked off. Every right? ancient sure. culture around the world used the fucking stars. And we live our lives happy-go-lucky thinking that you know we don't we can't see them when we look up yeah. and we think it's okay we pray to the stars buddy we pray to the stars still like you know what i mean like okay. it's a, that's a huge part of our identity as fucking sentient human beings are the stars and you don't see them every day your great 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 grandfather saw that shit every day and it made him who he was and you you rarely see them in their all their mighty and all their beauty just lack of appreciation for sure. Even for watching sure. a sunset releases, I believe it's serotonin yeah. in your body, right. which is, you know. And that was, that was chemical. like, you know, we have clocks now, but that was the clock in the old days. That was right. when the sun sets, you stop, you watch it, you take a minute and you go, all right, the day's done. There you go, man. There you go, right? We don't do that. It's unnatural. Everything. It's everything. We, we want to control everything. It's crazy. But do you ever have in the wintertime, it'll be like... I don't know, four o'clock, and you're like, and you're looking outside, and it's like this. Seasonal depression. And, but you're like, now I'm tired. Like now I'm, my day is, buddy. It's, it's over. You're, you're, when it gets dark out, your, your brain will tell the rest of your body, like, okay, it's time to wind down, and yeah. usually you're going to bed, right? It's right. Wind so, down time, yeah. Buddy, you need to see light. You need to see light. I would hate to be in a place like, I don't know, one of the poles. Because I know if you go north, north, Canada, 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 and you're right on the top of that shit, but you have half a year in darkness and half a year in fucking light. Yeah, the sun never sets. All right. There's one town. There's one town where... Yeah, I think it's like... yeah, I think Yeah, it's fucking... For weeks. It's like CFB alert, I think. CFB alert, Canadian Forces base alert, is our most northern like habitable area in Canada and... For like two months of the year, you have 30 days. Yeah, man. 24 like, hours yeah. a day. There you go. Of sun. But this is the thing. Think about if you lived in a, in a place like that all year round. I mean, maybe you'd appreciate it less. You know, going from like, like you know, the balance of having light and dark. You yeah. appreciate the other one when it's when it's not there and when it comes, right? But Whereas the, the if you people, have it all the time. The people that are up there are like the Inuit people, right? Right. So they, but they're indigenous people and they, they live naturally off the land. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they're adept at compensating for the lack of daylight or the abundance mm. of, depending on the time of year, with their diet, with the, their way of living, the things they do. They're not fucking waking up every day at the same time and going to some bullshit job to make some asshole rich while you sit there squandering around like yeah. a fucking worm, right? <laughs> That's not what they're doing. It's not, what a way to, we all do that and it just kills our souls. And then, you know, we just die. And that's life for us. What the fuck is that? Buddy, but, but that's what it is here, man. Dude, Sorry to interrupt. But they, these, these people up north, they, they, you know, they live off the land. So they live with the cycles of the land. Right. And the land is adapted to that much sun or that little sun. So we can do it too if we fucking just listen to the fucking land. 
Listen to, you know, eat the food that's available at that time. Why the fuck do we live in Canada with an abundance of fucking natural deer to the point where it's like a problem? Deer population. Yeah, it is. Can you get venison at the grocery store? Come on, come on. That's a naturally growing animal that people eat. It's a normal food. No one's weirded out by eating deer. You can't get venison at the grocery store. You have to go to a butcher for that, unless you have a buddy that hunts. Why? Why? Why don't we, again, we don't refine our our fucking oil. We don't use animals that, buddy, cause accidents on the road, for fuck's sake. So these things are like, they're useless, (laughs) buddy, they're useless pieces of shit. It's like the equivalent of India, a cow, but they make the thing sacred. And if it's on the road, they'll stop, bro. They're not going to go ram the thing. Over here, buddy, it's nighttime. Ah, and you're gone. (laughs) Buddy, these things are are readily available and should be... Technically, cheap meat. It should that be should be meat. cheap meat. Yeah, that should right. be that should right. actually be cheaper than. But couch. if you live in downtown Toronto, should it be cheap? Mm, not ready. No, 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 no. But when you live in an area that they're not high populated and where you gotta now ship them to, that's why the prices go up. I mean, it. Explain demand. Should it be like cheap that. in downtown Toronto to buy deer meat? You know what I mean? With the cost that it takes to get there and. But whatever, it depends right? on the meat. It depends on the meat. For sure. So, so For sure. The meat itself. When I look at a, a deer. Okay, and I split it up into its parts, and it's like similar to a cow in, a, in an aspect, and it's similar to yeah, a, like a hooved animal, you right? know, yeah. similar to a, a sheep in another aspect, right? So, like right. You, you can you can say right away in a cow tenderloin, anything that hasn't been touched, hasn't been moved, no muscle has been, that is that is the sweet spot of that animal. Okay, right. that is the thing in that animal that's gonna go whoa on the auction. Yeah. All right. Um, so that's how I would look at that deer. I think if they were to put that deer on market right there and it'd be in every shop, a fucking hard piece of, uh, of deer, some like really like muscular fucking part of that deer is going to be used on the Sundays, man. Mm. It's going to be used and reduced sure. and reduced and made into, a, it's going to be braised into some fucking yeah. meat. You shred it, you throw it on bread and you get the fuck out of here, buddy. Like yeah. I'll tell you right now, if if shit goes wrong here and you need to go up north for a bit and you you know you start finding some fucking deer, but you mean making some deer burgers and stuff, you'd be making good meat, man. Yeah, deer's man. good, bro. Deer's good. It's got a name. When a meat has a name, that's how you know it's good. Venison. <laughs> it's a nice name. But it's got its own yeah. category. Yeah. Those guys are like that, right? A little bit gamey, but fucking nice, man. If you know what you're doing to the animal and you're treating it with respect, yes. Yeah, buddy, it's. Right. It's it's gonna be a beautiful thing. And if people complain about the gamey taste. I'm like, you know what? If you really think about it, gamey doesn't taste bad. No. Nobody ever says gamey tastes bad. Like, oh, it's, gamey. it's all psychological. That's what food tastes like. That's psychological. what nature tastes like. Yeah. Like, 100%. It's not gamey. You're an idiot. It's, <laughs> it, it's food it, that if, naturally if, lives. If you were hungry, like hungry where you were, there was a food shortage, uh, I don't think you'd be complaining about the fucking uh, the meat being tasting gamey. No, yeah. but... You know, you'd like, be just eating and say, that? wow, this is fucking fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. I'm starving. Yeah, yeah buddy. At that but point, no, people don't tire. appreciate it because I have an A&W down the street where I can buy some it's shit syn- from and I'm full. Synthetic food. Right. And then the thing that synthetic food does, because they know this, they go, okay... People will eat this if it tastes great. Yeah. So the food we eat tastes fantastic. There For can be sure. no denying it. McDonald's tastes fan-fucking-tastic. Come on. There can be no denying it. But that's how you know it's garbage. If it tastes too good to be true, it's too good to be true. For sure. Right? Like, For sure. Unless it's like actually properly made. And it's right. actually an experience. Yeah. But then again, we come into pricing. Because now, in the world right. that we live in, buddy... In, uh, <laughs> 
how much you actually have to pay for a guy who took all the dots on the eyes and went like this and teased like this. Right. A guy who actually brought food to you. Buddy, there's going to be a price tag on that food very high. Because sure, he went very out of, he went extremely out of his way to produce connections in the country to finally bring you Canadian food. Right. I see one guy downtown. His name is um, the, the chef. Uh, is a canoe over there. Okay, and uh, the guy is a beauty, buddy. The guy is a beauty. So what he does is he, he gets uh, these uh, gamey animals, whatever. I seen one time I was in Italy. The guy posts a, a fucking moose head. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, the guy literally took a moose's head, and he put it in the stock, and he reduced it, reduced it, reduced it, reduced it. Reduced it. Yeah. Wow. But it, what, it gets Canadian, man. That guy's taking a moose's head. So what he's doing is he's playing with the environment that we have here. So there's yeah. guys who are, are on that. Right. Uh, again, you could learn a lot of things off the Aboriginals and say, hey, listen, what, what have you guys been doing to sustain yourself? Yeah. I mean, it's sad to see that culture do what it does now because it's been so repressed and... And they're depressed at this point, man. Yeah. So they don't they don't know even what they used to do. So it's a dying art. So if you were to go ask those people now, it would probably be the time. Right. Because it's just like, if you don't speak your language, you don't keep up your culture, you don't do what you do for a long time because you're oppressed or whatever have you. But even if you spoke French for 10 years, you never spoke French for another 10. But you're not going to speak French like you did 10 years ago. Yeah, man. Okay. Right. And so you, you know what's funny about it too? That is one of the best ways to preserve culture, food. Like, think about it. In, in, in Toronto, we're a very diverse, multicultural yeah. thing, right? We, we often refer to each other as, like, where your parents or you came from or whatever, right? And all of these places, not only have they, they have food, but it's popular, wildly popular. What's your favorite Jamaican dish? Buddy, mine? Yeah. Probably, I would say the, uh, and I'm going to get nailed for this. Is it pea? Is it, how do you say it? Rice and peas? Rice and peas. Yeah, go. that's like a side, right? Buddy, I like rice and peas simple. If I had to go with some jerk chicken, I get some jerk chicken. The fact you know. And you, I throw. Greek. I My favorite Greek food is is, is a Greek salad, I gotta say. But yeah. souvlaki, I love fucking gyros. I, you know? Italian food? Oh, you don't have to get... Everybody loves Italian food yeah, in this buddy. country, right? Simplicity, though. That's your culture preserved. Yeah. And everybody enjoys it. And that that is... In Canada, I think that that could be the fucking... That could be the boot that blows the door open. If indigenous communities make available their cuisines mm -hmm. off the food of this land for people to realize, oh, this country does, in fact, have a culture. This country can sustain a food culture of its own, and we should be fucking doing it. There's no reason why we shouldn't be eating Canadian food every night. I don't even know what I would classify as Canadian food. And these the only, idiots out yeah. there are going to tell me Say it's it. deep fried potatoes with gravy <laughs> and cheese curds. Fuck you. Fuck you. I hate going to places around the world and they look at me like a fucking fat ass because yeah. my national dish is a fucking stack of, of clogged artery. Like, Buddy. go fuck yourself. Buddy, these guys are nuts, man, because you ask, a, these, this is the type of people we have here. Oh, shit. No worries. This is the people that we have here, man. You ask the guy, what's your favorite Canadian type of food? I like pizza, man. Or I like fucking... Like, oh, shit. Okay, okay. So that's where this guy's going with that. Poutine so no, and beaver tail. I like Chinese food, bro. That's it. Poutine and beaver tail. Buddy, we got, uh, got nothing yeah. to offer. Yeah. Yeah. But we, we got, have so much... Like resources, hundred percent. Man, there's shit that grows here that's indigenous to this land. That's like common, but we still buy the fucking California version of it. For strawberries sure. naturally grow in Canada. Blueberries naturally grow in Canada. When was the last time I saw a package, 
of these fruits from Canada in my refrigerator. It's been a while. How much do they cost? I know, man. Yeah. Dude, I seen blueberries go like fucking. I'm like, I think I was at No Frills, dude. Like No Frills. There's one at seven in Martin Grove, and I'm like at the No Frills. What am I looking at? Fucking prices of I think it was uh, raspberries eight ninety nine for a fucking thing of raspberries like this eight ninety nine or or something like that, buddy. No, right. no, no, right. no. Why? That's why you know what. There's a lot of value in things like farmers markets here. Yeah. Like me personally, I'm not a big person on type of person you know to buy expensive shoes or anything like that. But one thing, I I would close my eyes about. The pricing is good quality food. Yeah. Why not? You have to. Yeah, it's to. when I go to a farmer's market, I don't give a fuck what the price is. No, of course. I, I don't care. But you got to you know? trust the guy. You see the guy. And that's like with anything, man. Like if I bring this to like, I don't know, guys that I talk to on a daily basis, I'm talking to guys who are usually construction businesses and stuff like this. Right. right? And it's like, I got to sell this guy on, on Canada. I got to sell this guy on on what this country can produce to this guy. Right. Uh, back in the day, it used to be food 100%. I used to say, listen, this isn't olive oil. It's coming from Italy, though. And mm. this is why you need to buy this product. It's because it's been treated properly from start to finish. Man, the altitude that the sun has on the plant affects the plant, of the growth of yeah, the food. Sure. Absolutely. So obviously, there's a lot of things that come into, into play with, with certain things, man. And acidity on the thing. Right, if it has a certain acidity, it's not qualified as a fucking olive oil anymore. It's not what it is. You know what I mean? For so, sure. there's very there's a lot of things there when uh, when it came into uh, products for food. Yeah. When it comes into work ethic and overall culture now, because the culture here has gotten a little bit lazy, I think, like very lazy. Never yeah. mind. Right. It used to be guys that are coming over with their cultures, their foods, man. The Greek guys come with Greek food, but they also come with a Greek work ethic, man. Right. An Italian guy comes with the same thing. So does a right. Spanish guy. So does a Jamaican guy. They all come with the same things, man. Right. They Hunger. come with their... There you go. Yeah. The drive. There you go. Yeah. Their drive, their yeah. food, their their language, their religions, and they come here to Canada to try to to try to make something, man. And everybody came here to try to make something, right? So, whether it's food, whether it's like you know your your occupation, what you do, buddy, this country, it's just doors are open. Come here, try to do something. Where that goes a little bit south is you isolate yourself. Yeah. In this society, you isolate yourself. Mm-hmm. You, they want you to really hone down on you, you, you. You can make the change. You can do what you want. You can do whatever you want. Where's we, man? Yeah, there's no community. Where's my yeah. team? There's no community. Yeah. Where's my fucking, who's helping me? Yeah. Buddy, I got two hands, two legs, two feet. Sometime I come home and I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> like, Dude, yeah. you know what I find astonishing to me? Like, even when you hear like women talk about, oh, I can't go out at night and stuff in Canada and all this. It's true. They can't. Because there is no sense of community. No. You know, in Japan, there's a TV show about little kids going out by themselves and running their first errands for the house, going to the shops and stuff. I'm talking like three, four-year-old kids. Yeah, man. Because there's a cultural agreement that if I'm an adult and I'm walking on the street in Japan and there's a little kid, while this kid is in my eye shot, I'm watching out for that kid. And so the it. next person behind me... The kid is in their eye shot. And it's a community. Like, that's not happening here. And oh, yeah, it's I love that. fried. It used to. It used to happen here. When we were growing up, man. Yeah. You go to your mom. You say, okay, I'm going up the street. Okay, call me when you get there. You that's knew, it. You knew where everybody was at if you were joining the party late by whose house all the bikes were in front of. 
that's community. Nobody used to steal the bikes, man. Until no. like later on. Then yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Now, you know, times maybe are a little bit tougher than back then, you know. Buddy, I see kids. I see kids. 16. Sorry to interrupt you, but I see kids 16. These kids are nuts. Nuts, nuts, nuts. Yeah. I'm like, no, but it's true in morale. Uh, morals. Morals of, yeah. It's not there. It's not there like it used yeah, to be. Yeah, but these 16 year old kids are hanging out with friends for the first time out in public. Unlike us, who were doing that since we were fucking four or five years old, mm. they're doing it for the first time now, so that now they're super rowdy. And then also, there's nobody out there. There's no one in the streets. So they can do whatever they want with no consequence. So they do. Right? Teenagers weren't doing the things that teenagers do now back in the day because they couldn't. Because everybody was out and about. Everybody was looking after each other. And it was, you were going to get caught. Also, maybe the cops weren't going to come do it, but you know that the parents in the neighborhood were going to... Oh, they give you the consequence. Everyone's also got a phone these days. I mean, that, that's the thing. <laughs> now you're walking around. It's like, you know, not to condone anything bad, but I mean, you can't get away with shit, which is good to an extent. People are on their best behavior, you could say, in a way, right? In, are, in, a, in public are, settings. Are they, and, are they you or know? are they just fucking dissociated? Because I think that's a better word for it. That's what it looks like. It doesn't look like everybody's on their best behavior. It's everybody's like, I don't see you. I'm just here by myself. It's my world. You're all just NPCs in it. That's how people talk. That's yeah, like no, talk. yeah, there's no connections anymore. Right. So yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, and it's because it's of the phones. It is. But what like, it, you know, put your fucking phone down. Walk around. Look around. Look at what's here. You'll be all mortified. Guy's crossing the street. Guy's crossing the street. Looking at his phone. Yeah. But you're going to get hit by a fucking car. <laughs> like, Dude, you're crossing the street. There's like little things that take five seconds to do. Yeah. Right. That yeah. you can just start, like, take your mind away from what you're doing. Yeah. Okay. And put it towards what you're doing for real. You're, you're walking across the street. How entitled must you be to stand at the corner of a fucking street in a city and think, they're all going to stop and wait for me. Listen, are you kidding go me, buddy? Fuck, fuck yourself. <laughs> Listen, I, I that guy deserves to get hit. Piece of shit. It's probably the same thing in a lot of other countries, but I've been to Greece, and if you do not have your head up, oh, buddy, done. They will hit you. Yeah, <laughs> they do not care. Or you're getting teased your for the fault. next three blocks. <laughs> They're teasing you for the next three blocks. It's another thing about culture over there yeah. in Europe. Buddy, I've been down streets in Italy where you're walking down these streets at the wrong time of night, and all you hear is the shutters go chutum, chutum. You know, people are looking at you, man. Yeah. They'll know they'll pick you out very quick. Just like you can pick out a guy, he's not from here. You know, within a few I mean? seconds, you can tell. Huh? But he's not from here. what am I trying to get down to, brother? If you are a good person, like there used to be good people, and you, you'll be surprised. I have conversations with guys by accident that they're like, "Man, like you're talking to me." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah I am. <laughs> I, I'm here. I know." And people think you're crazy. And he's like, "Thanks, man. <laughs> like, thanks." What the fuck is going on here? It's <laughs> fucked. It's, we laugh, but it's really it's no. But that's crazy. the thing. I mean, your you know your roots are from somewhere else. I mean, you you've experienced Italy, obviously, and European country, you know. So you you you've got You're the friendly, real feel though. from both. Right, yeah. you're friendly, man. If yeah. you see a guy in the street, or even a guy you're waiting, you're having a let's say you're waiting for a pizza. Okay, this is going to be even be here, buddy. You're in a pizza place. You're waiting for your pizza. Like the next guy, what is he doing? He's obviously waiting for a fucking pizza. Why am I not going to just look at the guy and say, oh, buddy, oh, you know what? I like your jacket. You're wearing fucking uh, Roma jacket. Okay. Hey, you like Roma. And we start talking about soccer or whatever yeah. it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could start a conversation with that guy. 
But some people here, man, yeah, man, I look at it and I go, wow, I'm never talking to a human being ever, man, because that guy's fucking nuts, bro. So yeah, there's man. nuts people here too. And then uh, there's also people that are like, why are you talking to me? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like so, who the fuck do you think you are? I feel, you know, not to, not to single them out because it's everybody. Yeah. But I, that includes women as well. Talking to women, like, you know, trying to get something going or trying to get to know someone. It's like... You know, you're at a disadvantage from the beginning. 100%. It's listen, it comes down to a few things, whatever, if they're interested in you, you know, but it's very like shut off type of energy. Like, what the fuck, even even the first word come out of your mouth, you'll feel the energy right away, reflect right back to you is fuck off. It's like, yeah, (laughs) I'll just go fuck myself. Okay, thank you for your time. It's been fantastic. (laughs) And listen, it's it's not all women, not all. You know what I mean? It's vice versa as well, right? But but and you know, where's the friendliness? It's a cycle of viciousness because it's just terrible treatment, making bitter people who go and then treat other people terribly. And so now we live in a society of fucking middle fingers and fuck yous, like. Yeah, you know, in Jamaica, you go into Jamaica, and if you roll down the window, doesn't matter what you look like, right? If you if you do it with an accent, you're probably okay. If you do it in Patois, but you, you talk to somebody, you don't have, you don't know where you are, you want directions. If they're they're roughly around your same age, hey cousin, cousin. If they're, if they're older than you, depending on man or woman, uncle, auntie, that's the, anywhere in the country, anyone you see, buddy, we- you immediately, you're just like you open up the conversation with, hey family, help me out, and they do. And they're happy to. And they say, they reciprocate. You go, hey, cousin, no problem, cousin. There you go. Yeah. Hey, auntie, no problem, nephew. Beautiful. One thing, I, one thing I I've like always that. liked. I fuck with that. One thing yeah. I've always heard in like churches, you know, and this is everywhere, I'm sure, is, you know, brothers and sisters. There you go. You know, when they speak to everyone, it's brothers and sisters. It's like, you know, you're all, we're all one. We're all fucking human beings. Yeah. It, but it, it means more in some places than it does. No, absolutely. Sure. Here, absolutely. Dude, what does the word shoulder. brother mean to you, really? Yeah the fuck does that mean to you how many times on a daily basis so you've got brother 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 brother, brother, brother. Yeah. what the fuck is brother to you because yeah. that is very loose right there i could call anybody brother and i do it sometimes i just see a guy and i'm like hey brother what's going on brother yeah. you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. that guy's not my fucking brother casual yeah <laughs> you guys not my bro yeah. yeah but i said bro brother because it's part of our language now when you said like cousin yeah. Buddy, that means That's something. Family. That means That's something, deep, buddy. You don't That's... just go up to some random fucker on the street here and say, "Hey, cousin, what's up?" The yeah. guy's like, "Oh, yeah, what's up, bro?" That's odd. Yeah. You know my favorite Snoop Dogg does that when he likes you. He'd be like, "What's happening, nephew?" You're like, "Bro, if I ever got called nephew by Snoop Dogg, I would cry." Buddy, that's funny. You got it in Italy. You got Zio, and a lot of guys they they said to me, they're like, "What the hell are you doing calling?" Because Zio means uncle and. In right. Italian, but you can say uncle to a guy who's a little bit older than you on the street, or a guy who you know you respect. You respect right. like an uncle, and you say right. hey, zio, yeah. or it could be you know other way around, hey, zio, like not like respect. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, instead of saying always brother, 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 you're not gonna say bro all the time. Somebody say ah, zio, what's going on? You know what no. I mean? Like yeah. like that, a girl but or it, guy. It, right? it, I feel like for the name like that, it's that's like a. In certain places that it's earned, like it's a respect. There you go. But like you go to Jamaica, man, everybody gets to be it. And it's real. It's like a real thing. And it's like there's respect behind it. Like everybody has respect. Not everybody because you can't monolize. No, of course. But whatever. But everybody, there's there's an air of respect that is considerably higher. An air of community considerably higher than here. But anyways, I think it's a pretty good good place to stop. But uh, we're definitely going to have Giuliano back on. Really grateful for him joining us. And uh, yeah, it's been a thing on that. 
uh, Everything and Anything podcast. We'll post our episodes every Monday. Until next time.